big Netflix release this past week. Now, it's no secret. We're both pretty big fans of Breaking Bad. So Netflix was like, you want some? Come get some. We're going to give you some more of that in the form of the future adventures of Jesse Pinkman with their release of El Camino. And with that being put out there, why not just look back on the series in general, what we like, what we don't like? What do we like about this movie? What don't we like about this movie? There's so many opinions to be had! <laughs> and we're going to give them all to you in a very Blue Math edition of the Review Review. Jesse! <laughs> yeah, bitch! <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small-town dudes give your big, dumb opinions. I'm short of the max extreme. Jesse! <laughs> and we're going to podcast so hard the room will stink tonight. Yum. It's at a crisp six, 65 degrees in this room. Woof. I've never been more comfortable for a podcast <laughs> In this room? Yeah. This room has always been... Just the worst. It's either piping hot or yeah. freezing right now. Or just an, a sublime. very loud fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. You can't win in this room. Mm. You think I would have it dampered enough with the carpet and garbage yeah. that <laughs> it would have decent audio we'd be, quality. We'd be very well insulated with all the garbage in the room. <laughs> well, since that TV is like kaput yeah it's become just a throwing gown like just a elephant graveyard of empty beer boxes <laughs> i mean if you just peek over there it'd make you sick oh yeah just roll around in the muck <laughs> well we're talking el camino tonight yeah a movie lousy whoa with, with oh okay <laughs> <laughs> with uh i don't know neo-nazis or something there's, jesus there's, i think there's some in there anyway we'll get to it no but we watch the same thing <laughs> well, well maybe not maybe there's, i watched it completely wrong i mean there's evil welders do they count we'll talk about it later. <laughs> uh but before we get into any of that stuff and talk all about breaking bad yeah my vince gilligan burn down <laughs> We get we get some news of the week here. Okay, we get some news. Uh, Netflix, the streaming juggernaut, bring them up almost every week. Yeah, you can't avoid them. You can't discount Netflix, especially nope. now because there's actually surprisingly A stock discount? prices went up. <laughs> oh boy, out of nowhere. So. Their quarter three results just came in. Now this is a little bit of business talk. Here. Oh, Can of I course. Lay down some business here. Hey put on our power suits i wouldn't Let's talk about business i wouldn't add it in here if i didn't find it surprising or interesting <laughs> what's the over under on this here we go over under what's the s p looking like today here we go out <laughs> in like a tiger or whatever is that the netflix's stock so the prices is a bull stock right now <laughs> actually uh spiked after a subscriber base bounced back uh adding 6.77 million subscribers in q3 alone Good lord. Uh, which really surprised me after they had like an abysmal like beginning of the year losing thousands of subscribers when they upped their pricing. They persevered. They did. They persevered. The only thing we need to 
really look at is like the next coming quarter and next year yeah. when every other streaming service hits the market Jesus. to see like where they stay. They I'm... already are easily number one. Yeah. So they're going to, they'll probably be number one still for a while. Mm -hmm. But that, but Disney... that Disney app is going to, Everyone's everyone's <laughs> talking about getting that Disney app. Yeah, for sure. Even Chelsea was like, "That Disney app. What day exactly does that come out?" Oh, Jesus, I'm like, "Oh my god, the day take off work." <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It comes out the 12th. I might take off work. Oh man, <laughs> just to dick around in it. <laughs> Why not? Um, so. The next coming quarter and the year will maybe plateau their growth a little bit. Yeah. If not, slow it down. I would assume at this point everyone has a Netflix. So yeah. I can't, I don't understand how it hasn't plateaued already. I don't know. Unless they have just like one of those Indian like uh, farms where they just like subscribe to things. Trying to get the Amish create, in there. Yeah, create new accounts and just freaking inflate the numbers. We're trying to, we're trying to put out our accounts on Netflix via Telegram. <laughs> yeah. They're not, they're just even like, going past the get yeah. the DVDs. They're Can you just believe this episode you... of Breaking Bad where they did four dots instead of three? <laughs> yeah, they're just mailing you transcripts of what the show is. Uh, speaking of the... I'm the danger stop. <laughs> speaking of the Disney app, um, did you see that the Disney Plus... Like Twitter account just wrecked Twitter. Oh like, yeah, this last week they weekend. made a huge thread of just all the stuff they're gonna have on there. Like every single show, they just put up like a like a screenshot or a title card of it. Yeah, and it was like literally hundreds of oh, things. Yeah. They only made it up to like two thousand too. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I looked through the whole thread, and they only made it up to like two thousand, like the year two thousand. Jesus. So it's, there's more, there's going to be more shit on there. Uh, it's insane. Yeah. And they're definitely having like all the sequels we're talking about doing too. Yeah. Oh, thank From God. what I could see. Thank freaking God. So yeah, even though I think that's funny, that's just an abuse of social media. <laughs> that's <laughs> an abuse of it's, social media. It's an abusing, it's offensive. Like Poor Twitter <laughs> yeah, like, has been left bloody and blue. I know. Battered and beaten, even. Breaking bad. All the bees. That's what Disney Plus is. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, good for them. I mean, uh, I, I the only reason I even knew about it is because Dinosaur Neil was, like, praising that all of Gargoyles is going to be on there. Oh, yeah. And then the next one below Gargoyles was the Santa Claus. And he's like, oh, never mind. <laughs> he's like, Disney Plus is the best thing ever. Oh, never mind. Hold on. <laughs> Even though Santa Claus is pretty good. Somebody retweeted, like, The Grace Mouse Detective, and I fucking loved that movie growing up as a kid. I remember you loving it and saying you loved it even as a kid, and I never could get into that one. I always got it confused with uh, The Rescuers. Well, that's because I watched that one. T well, Rescuers Down Under. Oh, yeah. That Rescuers was like the... Down Under is the better one. Yeah. That was the first Disney movie I remember ever watching. Yeah. What does the... I think maybe Cinderella is the first one I remember. I'm not sure. We'll have to get into it. I'll I'll dream about it later. It had a pretty... Know. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking the Great Mouse Detective theme. I was like... <laughs> yeah, it is the Great Mouse Detective theme where it's like... 
Yeah, that's great, Mouse Detective. All right. I had no idea where you're going. It's good. I thought you were just going to go. I don't even know what that is. I don't either, but it's a famous song. Hit us up, Twitter. <laughs> Tell us what that famous song is. <laughs> what uh, should I be humming? <laughs> More on to Disney stuff. We should just have left all this news for next month where we just go all in Disney. Yeah, save this news that's going to be three Antiquated. Weeks. Yeah. <laughs> this three-week-old news for a month. Yeah. Uh, so three weeks ago, guess what happened? Yeah, I should have told you this a while ago. Yeah. Say that every oh, single yeah. news item. <laughs> Uh, this is a little dated, but I'll just... <laughs> you, you can forgive me here. It's a little old, but just decided to say it. Elton John apparently had something to say about the music in the new Lion about our King. show that we yeah. where I yeah. talked about him. Uh, he, first of all, praise the show. Loves it. Good. He wrote in. He's like, you, you blokes are great. <laughs> Called us blokes. I loved it. Uh, very Elton John. You wouldn't know if you never met him. Yeah. I mean, he was actually here. I love L. We call him L. <laughs> yeah. uh, he actually had something to say about the music of the new live-action Lion King. He said he hated it. Oh. Now, if you know or in the know, he created almost all the original music for the original Lion King animated oh, yeah. feature. He said that the music in this one was a huge disappointment. And I'm actually quoting him here. Huge disappointment. <laughs> and... Magic and joy were lost. So they took what he created and turned it into just, like, a bland copy. It sounds like all of the live-action ones, though. Like, how is this new? How is this new? I mean, he's just going on, like, well, they took whatever I made and made it garbage. This just in, Elton John has eyes. <laughs> Elton John is still alive and is aware of what is going on in the world. Elton John can form opinions based on sight and hearing. <laughs> Uh, even so far as, uh, going down to the charts and the soundtrack charts, to be more precise, uh -oh. that he didn't, uh, wait, am I reading the right thing? Yep. The soundtrack didn't even light the charts up just like they did 25 years ago when he wrote the music. Yeah. When they had, like, the number one single for a while of yeah. Can You Feel the Love Tonight. I can't argue with him. I haven't seen up, the movie yet. And he followed up with a, hey, John Favreau, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, he pulled like a Kingsman 2 and just like like kicked John Favreau right in his ball sack and just said, fuck him. And then made a robot dog eat him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's hard to argue with Elton John. I haven't he seen the, the new movie yet. And he also has me at gunpoint right now. <laughs> Elton, you don't. He's actually right behind you. There's a laser pointer right on my chest. I noticed oh, it before. No. I didn't want to say anything. Elton, stop. You blokes are great. Oh, thanks, Elton. Thanks, El. <laughs> so anyway, I can make, make Google play more of your uh, music, Elton John. That's okay. Oh, all right. All right. I mean, on with the show, right? Do, do you want us to though? Can you feel the love tonight? <laughs> We yeah. can, and yes, it's in this can. room. Yes, this perfectly can. tempered 65-degree room. Yes, we can. Hey, do you know Bernard? <laughs> oh, Bernard. <laughs> I didn't want you to speak. I wanted to know if Elton knew you. I'm talking to Elton. I don't know Bernard. 
<laughs> what accent is this? What are you, Robert Downey Jr.? <laughs> we, I need to move on because I can't. I'm going to get too fucked up on the accents and I can't do it. I can't do it. Not today. Not today. I can help you, sir. Bernard! <laughs> oh, Mike. You literally broke his face. I did. He's a brittle old man. He needs to learn. I mean, that is true. Back to the fridge with you. <laughs> Get in the fridge, <laughs> Joker style. <laughs> take it all, take all the shit out, and go sit in the fridge. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, Netflix, I should have brought this up right after, but Netflix, uh, if you have an old Roku streaming device... The only yeah. reason I bring this up because I have one in our bedroom. Yeah. Netflix will no longer work on it come December 1st. Oh. <laughs> okay. Because they stopped updating the software for all, like, Netflix and old Roku devices. So, yeah. a little FYI out there for people with older devices. If you like Netflix, you better upgrade your shit or else you're going to be SOL. Okay. We got a Chromecast. So that should probably still work on that. Oh, yeah. It'll definitely work on that. Okay. So, public service announcement. Upgrade your shit. Sorry. Yeah. The, the world moves on without you. wonder if it'll still work on a Wii. I think, I think like, not that long ago, <laughs> I tried it on our old Wii, and it still worked. <laughs> so, and that is the most prehistoric bullshit. Oh, my God. Yeah, it is. Because, like, Tyler still had it up at his store. Yeah. Like, our friend Tyler had, like, a Wii up there forever in his store, and, like, he just watched Netflix on that. The one thing I did like about the Netflix, though, is that it was, like, you can control it with the motion wand. Oh, yeah. I liked that interface yep. of it yeah but it never updated yeah. ever it, it looked was... like you were playing netflix on like a super nintendo <laughs> it really did <laughs> the maximum quality was like freaking 120 dpi <laughs> you could literally count all of the pixels on the screen it was so so well, good because i think i i like looked online one time and someone actually like played netflix on a black and white tv because like because like we's have like the like the AV connect uh-huh. connectability. Like the aux cables so they actually like played Netflix on like one of those old black and white TVs where it's like when you turn it off, like it goes down to like a dot and then it gets <laughs> like just fades out. <laughs> so like people like watching like people like watching like fucking uh, Orange is the New Black and they turn the TV off and it was like, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know why but it was so fucking funny to watch. <laughs> oh my god. Uh so, this is pretty big. Um, I got some Kevin Feige news. Do you uh -oh. see this? Is he in the boys club? No, okay. he's not. You're giving me that face like something was wrong. Well, it's. I think it's a bit of a power move. So, oh. Kevin Feige <laughs> is like the uh, producer of all the Marvel movies right now, right? Yeah. He's the he's the head, head swinging dick up there. Yeah. So... He's done, I guess, well enough that they're now giving him uh, a test with some Star Wars movies coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Right? Producing those. Yep. But he now is taking over as chief creative, creative officer for all Marvel. All Marvel. Comics. Uh -oh. TV. And movies. So, that even means the president of Marvel Comics slash entertainment right now works for him has to answer to him <laughs> and then he answers to the head of disney like oh, no. there's only like 
two <laughs> two chains of command above the head of Marvel right now. Yeah. And that's Kevin Feige and like Ike Perlmutter. <laughs> Which is insane to me. Like, I don't have any ill will against him, but it just seems like that's a lot to handle. I don't know. Especially if he's got, like, his movie slate on, and if he's, like, the CCO of all of the comics, which I think probably isn't, like, the biggest priority for him. Yeah. Because it's, like, small change compared to, like, the billions he makes making movies. Yeah. But still, like, that's, like, your bread and butter getting it every week. Yeah. So I don't... I'd like to... I'd... Would be very interested to know if there's, like, any going to be any weird sweeping changes throughout the books. Because, like, I pay attention to that stuff. Yeah. I know you don't. But, like, it's... I think it's very <laughs> interesting that, like, even, like, TV and print, he's like, now I'm in charge. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. He's I'm the, the captain biggest... now. Yeah. <laughs> he's definitely hey, the captain now. Look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> Hope he says that to everybody when they just like fucking disagree wearing his, with him. Wearing his Marvel Ten hat, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his, his shitty Marvel Ten baseball cap everywhere he goes, with his cold dead smile. I, that I he don't always think has I've on. ever seen him not wearing like a Marvel hat. Oh yeah, like, what's always... up? What's going on underneath that thing? Oh yeah, probably nothing. Yeah, like... or it's like you take it off and there's like a small alien like controlling him. <laughs> Like, from Men in Black that, yeah. like, lives inside the dude's face. I would hope so. <laughs> but, yeah, I uh, I think that's super interesting to me. That, that they're like, here you go. Here's all of it. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> well, we'll see about that, won't we? We shall see. Oh, got a close eye on you, Feige. No, you fuck it up. <laughs> uh, staying on top of the Marvel movie train that I got going on here, Tessa Thompson and... Brie Larson were currently at, um, like, a big, I think it was, like, a Pride, like, conference and talking about, like, uh, women in movies and stuff. And they yeah. were invited because um, Tessa Thompson being Valkyrie in there is, like, the first, like, bisexual character, I think, in the movies. Yeah. And then Brie Larson it's like, rumored to be, like, a queer character as Captain yeah. Marvel. Yeah. So they were up doing on stage, and actually so we're gonna be here just based on rumors of our characters. rumors and speculation, yeah. <laughs> but um, and actually they uh they lit lesbian Twitter on fire. Oh no! By a simple one of so like a fan, um, they sent out questions to the audience, and they're like, "Well, what do you want to see in more MCU movies?" And some fan just yelled out, "I just want to see lesbians," <laughs> to which um. Tessa Thompson was quick to agree, uh, but then the question was floated over to Brie Larson, and she's like, well, how do I top lesbians? Like, I can't. And then Tessa Thompson said, I bet you there's a... <laughs> Hold on. She goes, Brie Larson says, how do I top lesbians? And then Tessa murdered the audience by saying, I'm sure the lesbians could show you how, how to do that after this panel. Oh, and then everyone's yeah. like, oh, shit. Let's fuck Brie Larson. <laughs> and so that pretty much shut down the whole panel. And then uh, lesbian Twitter was aflame with yep. memes on memes on memes. Just thirsting over Brie Larson. Oh, yeah, for sure. So that was... <laughs> I found that uh, pretty pretty great, pretty great and pretty funny. Yeah. I didn't. In fact, I didn't even know there was a lesbian Twitter to be. I know it's like just a Twitter regular. For everybody. I know there's like a 
yeah, I know. I, I just never occurred to me that I'm like, oh yeah, there's probably one of those. I just don't see it because I'm not, I'm not a lesbian. Most likely. You can't... <laughs> most likely. Jury's still out, but I'm not. You can't see lesbian tweets because you're not a lesbian? <laughs> yeah. That's how it works. Sorry. I didn't make the rules. Uh, last bit of news I got, JT, is uh, almost a throwback to old beer news. Old when we beer used to, news. When we used to do, like, our old version of the show, we used yep. to have, like, more alcohol-based Oh, kind of true. like facts or news every once in a while. Well, we I better, better the, the sound week. stinger for our beer news. Oh, you might as well sting me some beers over here. <laughs> beer news. <laughs> that's the that's the theme song. <laughs> beer news. <laughs> you just yelling beer news. Let's hear it again. Beer news. <laughs> Perfect. Well, Sam Adams uh, has come up with a beer... That's so unique, so uh, maybe borderline offensive. Oh no! <laughs> that it's illegal in fifteen states, <laughs> and it's okay. The only w- reason it's illegal is because its alcohol volume is twenty eight percent per bottle, which makes it almost a liqueur at that point. Yeah, that's like a mixed drink, and that's why. <laughs> That's why it's illegal in 15 states, even though I don't understand why, because I assume hard alcohol can be bought in those states. Yeah. Liquor laws are so stupid. Yeah. Like, you have to be a certain percentage to be considered a beer, I guess? I, I guess. I don't know. Um, it's also only 100 casks of this were made, so it's a very limited quality no, quantity. We can't afford it. Well, we can't afford it because it's also $210 a bottle. Yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah, we can't afford it. Yeah, we can't afford it. <laughs> but if you wanted to get some, it was on sale starting yesterday. Oh. So it's okay. probably sold out. It's probably sold out. Yeah. Okay, uh, it's 28% alcohol, like I said before. The states that find it illegal are as follows. Yeah. And some of them I find odd that they have any liquor laws at all, but I'll get into it. So this is the states where it's illegal. Alaska. Arizona. Georgia, Idaho, Missouri, Mississippi, Montana, New Hampshire, North and South Carolina, Oklahoma, Oregon, Utah, Vermont, and West Virginia. So I can see, like, Utah having it be illegal because it's like a heavy Mormon state. Where is this Utah anyway? (laughs) But, like... That's a wild, wild west joke. but (laughs) but, But places like Alaska, like, which, like... Seems like it's not regulated in anything. Yeah. Like, it's illegal there. I mean, they can see Russia from their backyard. They so. can see Russia from their backyard. <laughs> it's not illegal in Hawaii. Wow. It's not like a shipping thing. That's a, that's that's sea law right there. Oh, yeah. that's They're in open waters. I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> and even, like, uh, other states like Missouri. Like, it's, like, in the Midwest. Midwest are huge drinkers. <laughs> Like yeah. what the fuck is what going else can on there? you do in the Midwest? <laughs> I don't understand. Missouri's like... weird though. I know like Missouri has like weird wrestling laws too. Oh, do they? Yeah, like uh, there's a promotion that I went to once in a while that like they consider themselves a Missouri wrestling promotion, but they always ran in the Illinois because you actually like, need you need to have like a physical like updated every year to wrestle in Missouri F- per like. Um... <clears throat> Per person, right? Yeah, and Jesus. it's like a, it's like a two hundred dollar physical every year, and it's like blood, 
like a whole bunch of like different all your shit. fluids, blood, yeah, all your urine, floods, semen. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like every you need to like everything needs to be examined and shit, and then they they have like strict like you have to have a doctor present every show too. Hell, why would they even try to run shows? Obviously, they well they don't they they do. run them in Illinois. <laughs> like I think they were originally a Missouri based company, and then Missouri got really weird when it came to wrestling, so they just run like right on the river by like St. Louis. Huh. If you're not WWE, how do you even I guess you don't. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like if you're center state, yeah. Like what do you do? Like yeah. I guess you don't just, guess see you just independent don't. wrestling, I guess. I guess you don't. That's too bad. That's too bad. Sorry, Missouri. Now's your chance to plug your independent wrestling TV. IWTV.com/zowalive. There you go. Z-O-W-A. Enter enter Zowalive. For uh, 20 days for free. There you go. In the promo code. Get 20 days for free. Hit it up sometime. Hit it up. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's all my news. That's all I got. Some odd mm. beer news. Odd beer news. Sam I actually Adams. found like, some pretty decent uh, nuggets of news this week. I was actually proud of myself when looking for news this week because I didn't go to my local jaunts. Uh-oh. I just went uh, all over the place and like saved open pages throughout the week. Like, I find that interesting. Opening Chrome. Don't wow. close it. In fact, all of them closed. I had to search my history to figure out what the fuck I even wanted to say. Try Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. It's getting a Broadway musical. It's about time. Everyone needs to... Like, musical numbers. I want to I see a Mrs. Doubtfire mm. musical number. I can't wait for the song, Hello! <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd want that. I'd want that. Uh, <laughs> Troy the Batman. The Batman. I got someone that's in and someone that's out now. Robert Pattinson out. Robert Pattinson still in. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jonah Hill out. Uh, out. He's out. Say. Okay. So no Riddler for Jonah Hill in there. All right. Or anything. <laughs> or, yeah. Maybe he'll just do it at home. <laughs> Yeah. He'll make some YouTube videos like Kevin Spacey when he got canceled. I hope. <laughs> Maybe we'll see they him in there as They don't want me as a like... Riddler, but you do. <laughs> Maybe we'll see him uh, in the credits as like the gaffer or something like that. Huh? <laughs> but someone that's in, Troy. He's in. We got a Catwoman. A Catwoman. She's in. And uh, apparently she's going to be played by Zoe Kravitz. Oh, I think I saw a little bit of this. I'm in favor. That'd be fun. Yeah. She, she has, like, a nice seductiveness to herself. That's right. That's right. I want to say she also played... Um, I might be wrong, but I thought she already played Catwoman in an animated feature, like a, a voice. Really? I think. Hmm. I might be wrong on that, but fact check me, internet. But I think I'm right. <laughs> Hold them to it. <laughs> yeah. Troy, HBO Max. Yes. Starting to put some content out there, trying to get people to be like, hey, you want to buy this. Yes. And you want to buy that, this. One of the things they have out there right now is that they're talking about doing a spinoff series based off of the film Grease. A spinoff series? Yeah. Still going to take place during the 50s. Well, tell me this. Is Grease 2 still canon? I don't I don't know. Let's hope. God, let's hope. My God, let's hope. <laughs> Please. For the love of God. 
Include Grease too. Um, Bring back Miss Michelle Pfeiffer playing her same role. <laughs> yeah, that sounds interesting. Um, yeah, it'd be cool if they tried to do more musical numbers per episode too. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Grease the movie. I do too. I think it's really. I'm fun. Think about, I've never seen Grease. I've never seen Grease two. I've all well, I've seen Grease two on TV like when I was super young, and I'm like, this isn't Grease. <laughs> And if they made a how does this get made about it, yeah. <laughs> then I'm like, this can't be good. So we did Grease for high school, yeah. and I was like, I was like a big fan of, that was like our senior play. Right. I think it was Grease. Yeah. And I remember like being like kind of bummed that they didn't have Hopelessly Devoted because I actually liked that song from the movie. They had, I well, ours was like <clears throat> a weird, um... Like a weird high school version of it as well. No, she changed it. Cause remember, like she cried. <laughs> <laughs> the director cried. Yeah, yeah, but like it was still edited because during Grease Lightning, when he says the chicks will cream, yeah, that was changed to the chicks will scream. Yeah, that got changed, but for some reason she still kept in the "I didn't get my period this month" part. Hmm. I remember that because uh, it was pretty funny. <laughs> so we had a like we got like a like a new choral teacher like the year before, and she was all about like doing grease and keeping in the part where Rizzo thinks she's pregnant. Yeah, this is during a high school play, right? Where like kids are gonna show up and see this shit. Yeah. <laughs> so she wanted she still wanted to keep in the part where Rizzo doesn't get her period. Yeah. <laughs> And they, everyone thinks she's pregnant. Yeah. And, like, it got to a point where, like, all of the, like, the pastors in our small town were, like, saying, don't go to this. Yeah. And, like, we had, like, a... that now. Yeah. And then we had, like, a, we had, like, a meeting in her room where, like, someone, like, ripped it apart. Yeah, like, some dick. Yeah, some guy. Like, theater reviewer that goes to, like, I can't, what, do you remember what his name is? I don't remember his name, but I think he worked for, like, a local paper, and, yeah. like, he reviewed it like a actual, like, theater critic. Yeah. Like, he was putting out all the shit that was wrong with it, and it's like, we're in fucking high school, For a dude. high school, small-town production. Granted, you and me were, like, all about it, because he, like, praised us. <laughs> yeah. So, we were like, just, like, we're, like, sitting back, like, ah, yeah, everyone else is, like, fucking killed yeah, it. everyone else is, like, talking shit about him, and, like, how, like, this isn't fair and everything, and we're just, like, yep. We got good reviews because <laughs> we were in the T-Birds, right? Yeah. And he's like, the old, like the only saving grace of the show is the guys playing the T-Birds. No, it was just you and me specifically because. Oh, was it? Yeah, because like he said, the T-Birds were like so uncharismatic. <laughs> and I remember like I didn't get a good part. So I was like so pissed that I just tried to steal the scene in every single oh, yeah. scene. <laughs> you really hammed it up. And like he pointed out that like I couldn't take my eyes off of Joel. <laughs> and then he said you did a good Kanicki. So it was like you and me were like considered like, like the best of the T Birds, and we're yeah, just like, yep, yeah, yeah, yep, we're just kind of the best here. <laughs> but no, I remember like specifically he pointed out like because he said like the guy that played Danny sucked. Yeah, and, and he <laughs> I did. can agree with that. Yeah. And he said like everyone else was like kind of just going through the motions and you were good obviously and then i was like i was so pissed that i didn't get like a good role that i just would try and steal every single scene i was in yeah 
I was actually hoping going into that that I would get the Danny roll and you would get like the Grease Lightning song. Yeah. Because like that's, I was upset when I didn't get the Danny Zuko roll. Yeah. But then the choral teacher's like, but he doesn't get to sing Grease Lightning. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> you're turning this around for me. But then I was like, what is, jo-? and then you, what, what was Sunny? Yeah, was I was Sunny. I was the horny one. <laughs> yeah. So you were typecast. Yeah, I was the horny one. <laughs> Uh, was I was a... the one that asked if you raped her. <laughs> Did she put up a fight? <laughs> That's my big claim to fame. Uh... <laughs> God, what a great time. But, like, there was, like, a whole part where I made up this whole thing where, like, I was supposed to spike the punch in the background, and I legit made it, like, a big thing. <laughs> like, I would, like, bring people over and, like, be like, hey, I spiked the punch, make sure you act drunk. And I was just, like, making it where, like, everyone around me was acting drunk and i was hanging on people like and this is like well dialogue is happening that people are supposed to pay attention to and i'm just like i'm like pushing people getting into like getting like getting the small fights in the background (laughs) i was like i was so pissed oh my god okay this is a total tangent because i want to talk about this now (laughs) we're so into grease So do you, what was the play when we were juniors? Was that that murder mystery one? Maybe. Yeah. Cause I remember I was like, uh, remember I, me and, uh, it might've been because, uh, Neil was in it with me. Yeah. So it had to be. Cause, cause Neil, cause been... Neil was like, cause I, we did, I did the thing where I was like the Kung Fu master and he was my, my sensei. Yes. Okay. So, so this is our, yeah, that was our junior year. He would have been a freshman. And then I played that butler. Um, <laughs> so I, there was one scene where I remember in this where, because the play is almost forgettable. Like, I don't remember much of it except for this one part on, like, the main opening night. Yeah. Where our friend, um, Pasco. Yeah. <laughs> Pat Masco. Uh, Pat Masco. He, <laughs> so it just ruined his whole name. <laughs> Uh, so he was a, he, he was, uh, like a ripoff of like Kojak in yeah. this. And he shaved his whole head. And he shaved and nared his whole head to even play the part. He shaved it like three months before we even had our first production. <laughs> Which is a shame so because it never keep... really grew back yeah. well. And then he had to keep doing it <laughs> because it had to be bald for the show. So anyway, he... He was supposed to have, like, a walk-on scene where, like, he has this, like, kind of monologue and I run into him and his, like, two, like, female detectives or whatever. And he didn't come on stage. (laughs) He was too busy grab-assing back in the back waiting room to come on. And the curtain opened and his two assistants walked on who are not great actors and, like, were just shocked into standing still <laughs> and I had to fill time on stage until he fucking came on stage. Oh, and fuck. so I'm just like, I'm not going to just going to stand here and just wait. So I just was like, so where do you think he is? He called me here. Where is he? And like getting legit pissed that he's not coming on stage, <laughs> hoping that he'll hear me from down the fucking hall. <laughs> Well, the whole audience is probably like, the fuck is going on here? He's yeah. really mad. <laughs> but then he came out, and you could you could literally see the 
fear. Yeah. In his face <laughs> in a cold sweat. Beat his ass. <laughs> if so, like we also used to backyard wrestle when we oh, were yeah. kids too, right? I would have literally just punched him in his face <laughs> and just pile drove him into the ground if I could have, but I remember uh my introduction in that play was I had to have a I had a fight scene with uh Big A, Coach Havens and Tyler. Yeah. And I had to wear ballet show shoes while I did it and one of and they were like wearing like hard heavy duty <laughs> tennis shoes. <laughs> So like boots. Yeah. So they like, like they kept, they stepped on my feet so many times that there was like legit, like a big blood spot (laughs) in the middle of, of these ballerina shoes that I had to wear for the rest of the production. (laughs) So I just had a huge blood spot in the front of my shoe. That's the one thing I remember. Even (laughs) it was just like, it was one of those like ones you just like buy where like, cause a lot they were all supposed to be like uh, ripoffs of a, like, like TV, pop culture characters, yeah, yeah TV t- detectives. Like it's a who done it murder mystery, but like it every- can't be called Clue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, no, but it was like everyone that showed up that was a detective was like a ripoff of like a TV detective. Mm. Like me and Neil did Kung Fu, and then uh, okay, Pat Masco did Kojak, right? And then there was other ones too. I think one of them was supposed to be. Who was like that one dude that killed his wife? I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> anything of this play. That was all I remember was that we were all ripoffs of like TV detectives. Okay, and I remembered. I get like I think I ended up being like the murderer as the butler. Big surprise. Spoilers also. <laughs> Spoilers for. But like I was barely in the play. Like I was in like two scenes because I'm supposed to be like kind of like in the background, like kind of just always there. But like. I remember one part where they demask me, and I had to like, be like in old age makeup and stuff. Yeah. But the like the spray paint they put in my hair to color my hair just like plumed out of this mask, <laughs> and it's like I think I saw like the tape of it, and it was just like this big like poof <laughs> of gray smoke that came out of my freaking hood that I had to wear. Anyway. More news? <laughs> More news, Troy. After this school play tangent we went on. Uh, the Matrix 4. Uh-huh. We've heard some, uh, of course, Keanu and... Uh, oh, shit. What's her name? Trinity. Trinity, yeah. They're going to be back <laughs> in it. But uh, they made a big casting choice for Matrix 4 today. Oh. Neil Patrick Harris. MPH? Going to be in that Matrix 4. Oh, my God. Trench coat? Does he have to bring his own trench coat, you think? Uh, I don't know. You think NPH owns a trench coat? A leather I, trench I coat? I hope NPH has a leather trench coat. Oh, my God. I mean, he's married, so I guess he's settled down. He doesn't need one. Right. I guess. You have to pull it out the back of the closet, like, from his crazier days. Yep. Great. I can see NPH, like, pulling a total Dennis... <laughs> walking through boys town with a big leather jacket and no shirt on oh hell yeah it makes total sense oh total classic nph there classic <laughs> nph there yeah easy that's a that's a cool casting choice i'd like to see what they got even planned for yeah matrix four yeah i know i'm curious about it i'm more curious than anything in the world about matrix four right now more than anything in the world ron <laughs> Troy, I got some Thor 4 news. Thor 4? Thor 4. Uh, Taika Waititi saying that uh, Natalie Portman's Jane Foster mm-hmm. in in Thor 4 
may have a storyline where she's dealing with breast cancer. Oh, how about it? So what do you think about the inclusion of, of that in a Marvel film? Uh, I, well, I like it. It's not like a huge shock because that's like a kind of like a story arc for her character already. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so like she, um, I can't remember how she like gets the power of Thor, but she becomes worthy to hold the hammer. So she becomes like Thor, yeah. but like every time she switches back to be Jane Foster, like she, be, she starts to get cancer again. Oh shit. So like every, every time she's Thor, like it's wiped from her body. Yeah. But then it also wipes any chemotherapy she's had from her body oh, as well. So shit. then she goes back to having cancer with no treatment in her system. So there's going to be one point where she just progressively gets worse. And if she changes back, she'll die oh, because fuck. she's just reached the point of no return. And that's if she nuts. changed back from being a superhero, she'll just croak. Ooh. So like, I think that's an awesome. Yeah. Like, but, uh, so like, story the arc. but like the time she can be Thor is like limited. No, she can. No, she can be. It she can be it forever. Yeah. But then she just always has to be Thor, which you wouldn't think would be a bad thing, unless yeah. you're always just getting your ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I, I haven't read it yet. It's like on my to do list to read this big, huge chunk of it. Yeah. Um, because I think he's done with that now. The writer of it was on it for like years that's kind of interesting yeah so like it's not a huge surprise to me that that's a thing but i'm actually really happy that they are throwing it in there because i really want to see that so lay it on me taika watiti hmm. very interesting very uh my last bit of news troy and i only bring this up because i want to know what your take is on it mm -hmm. because it is uh we got some cw cw news okay so for black lightning uh-huh uh, they're going to be having the villain of Gravedigger. Do you know who Gravedigger is? Nah, I know it's a monster truck. Okay. <laughs> is it a monster truck? I, it's it's a character. I don't know who Does he's supposed to be. Does it say it's a monster truck, though? Because really, it's it a It is character. a monster truck, but okay. it's... I don't know. It, it's the character Gravedigger from comics. Does it say it's not a monster truck? I'm looking at a picture of a person. <laughs> All right. So I don't think it's a monster truck. <laughs> Fair enough. You got but me. The person that's going to be playing said gravedigger is going to be Wayne Brady. Oh, okay. I like to see him in things. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I I I was curious if you knew who Gravedigger was and if I don't. Black Lightning is a... already an obscure character. Like yeah. more like a C-list character. Yeah. And even since he has like had his own show, he's still in that C-list. Yeah. And so if they're pulling out a villain, it's probably like an F-list villain. <laughs> he looks, I don't know, they have a picture of the character on here and he looks like a war vet or something. Over here, show it over here. Okay. That's Gravedigger. Ah. Nah, doesn't do anything right. for me. So well, Wayne Brady is going to play him in Black Lightning. Well, I'm excited for it, even though I don't watch Black Lightning. Not because it's a racist thing <laughs> because I don't watch any of the CW things anymore. Like I just can't keep up. The only thing I want to watch is the crisis on Infinite earth crossover. Uh, that's what I'm going to make you watch. It's going to be a thing that's going to happen. It's going to be a thing that happens to you and I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> be a thing that happens to me. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and that's all my news, but I do have a bit Troy. Oh no. <laughs> 
You have a bit, but is it relevant a, to the? It's relevant to what we're talking about tonight, even. Then I knew about it, but I was gonna save it for the news for the show. But no. let's do it now. Let's for... do it now, so we can give it the proper Neil's bits treatment. Very good, Neil's bits. People dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's bits. We gotta have Neil on a show. I miss him. I miss him too. I really miss do. him. I miss him. I miss him. Neil, if you're listening, Neil, we miss you. If you can hear us through your extremely long <laughs> bits theme, get your ass down here. There's people that really miss you. There's people that miss you. Me and Joel included. Yeah. And I've even had listeners that say they miss you. Maybe we can get him on one of our, uh, one of our, uh, what we missed in 20, 2019 shows. Maybe we use one of his movies. What he thinks Very we should talk good. about. Things we missed? In 2019. Turns out we also miss Neil. It'll we also be... miss Neil. <laughs> we miss fold. Neil in 2019. <laughs> Just have on the show, we'll just talk about whatever. Yeah. Because we missed him. We miss we miss you. <laughs> uh are you Oh, never mind. This is an off air conversation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know we were gonna get so personal. <laughs> but uh Troy? Yeah. Dying at uh why is my phone not come up? on. What, what the is your fuck problem? Is happening? Dying at age seventy eight. Yeah. I think of brain cancer even, too. Oh, my God. Uh, Robert Forrester. Uh-huh. Passing away. And uh, relevant for our show tonight because he actually plays a pretty prevalent role. Yeah. In uh, El Camino. Yep. And uh, what I know him from the most is uh, he has a pretty sweet role in Jackie Brown. I've never Max, seen Jackie Brown. Max Cherry. Okay. Um, His face was familiar. Um, when I looked it up, but I couldn't place where I've seen it before. Like he shows up in Breaking Bad too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I haven't. I was like, I don't know where else I've seen this guy, but I know I have. But it's like a cruel irony. He died the day this debuted. Yeah, it came out. The, yeah, he died the day it, ha- it debuted on. on I mean, I'm sure he's probably saw it. Yeah, I would have guessed. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, uh, he's very. Very good in this, I would yeah. say El Camino. So I can only base it on that, but uh, he will be missed. Yeah, I feel bad about talking about how much he sucked in it later. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to speak all the dead, but <laughs> oh, oh no, oh no. Well, before we get into the tourney of random movies, why don't you load up that mail scream? Uh, oh geez, male screaming. That's right. We're gonna throw what it in a wherever. Full ass show. I know. And we got trailers to come after this, but <laughs> we we got a full pack show. Let's get that fucking male scream in here right now. No, not that. Here. <laughs> Times two. <laughs> hey, male scream. Male scream. We actually have two correspondences today. My God. I know. I know. So first one from my brother. My brother, Corey, writing back. So I have been binge listening for a week or two now. As such. Does he still hate me? Well. (laughs) Oh, no. Keep listening. As such, would like to offer a challenge to you, JT. Oh, shit. 
I would like JT to make it through an entire review without uttering the phrase, in such a way, where blank. <laughs> Fuck. Apparently you say this a lot. Still love the show. Just thought this would be funny now that I've drawn attention to it. <laughs> That's all. Great. <laughs> so, try not to utter the phrase, quote, in such a way where blank. End quote. All right. I'll be listening. <laughs> um, second correspondence from good old OJ. Oh, he's back. He's back and better than ever, baby. <laughs> Title of the email, Challenge Accepted. Oh, shit. <laughs> and he writes, Hey, boys. So, first off, let's see if Troy remembers that I sent this email. <laughs> <laughs> And reads it on the air. My bet is that he forgets until the end of the episode when you all mention the email address. Well, fuck you. I did this to spite you because I remembered you sent it and did it at the middle of the Troy show. Troy will only remember email if you call him out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, second, if Mr. Magoo wins the tournament of random movies, I will totally watch it and Skype in for the show. It would be an honor and a privilege. <laughs> I don't know about a privilege. But... <laughs> but it's not going to happen. I really... Oh, he actually used a semicolon here. Correctly. Whoa. Holy shit. I know. I didn't even know educated people listen to our show. <laughs> Did you know that he's a newspaper editor? I do. I saw... It's in his bio on his Twitter. So, that good use of that semicolon. Yeah. Very good. I really want the best... You get fired if you didn't use a semicolon. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's in, a, it's in uh, his contract. Yeah. We just happened to pull up an email you sent to a certain podcast in uh, Bumblefuck Nowhere. <laughs> and uh, you didn't use a semicolon properly. You're fired. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really want the best little whorehouse in Texas to win because Dolly Ooh. Parton is an angel. Goddamn. That's two for best little whorehouse there. Got wow. one for me and one for OJ. Wow. Lastly, he says, third and lastly, thanks for turning me on to Letterkenny. Holy crap, that show is funny. Y'all should do a show about it since season seven is going to get ready to come out on Hulu. Wow. Very soon. Maybe. Thanks, and as always, keep up the good work. Signed, OJ. Um, I have to catch up to season seven because I kind of fell off of it there a little bit. I know me and Molly have gone back to rewatching it. Yeah. yeah, we I think we fell off like right before season six. Yeah, I think then, that's about where we are. Yeah. Too. And now we're like going back through it. Mm -hmm. and it's, like, it's almost just more fun because we know where it all ends up. Yeah. And like every season kind of has like its own like kind of themes. So then it's like you can like look forward to certain things. Mm -hmm. Like I, I don't know. I love the two seasons where they have the. <laughs> the hockey team that just like goes back and forth saying each other's names. Yeah. <laughs> Pussy. Pussy. <laughs> Little bitch. <laughs> Jonesy. Yeah, it's good. Uh so where we where we leave off? I threw in the mail at a random time. I there's no uh, real good place for well, it. I think we're at a point where we know it's done. It's done. You know it's done. You know, the trailer's out there. Just fucking put the movie out already. We've seen the trailer. We've seen the footage. We put it together. Movie's done. Yeah. Use what you got. Make a movie. Bada bing, bada boom. You got a gross. You got a gross. <laughs> Billion dollar gross, Billion baby. dollars. Sad. <laughs> I got an obscene amount of trailers. I got... Three. I have four. 
fuck. <laughs> I love that this is an ongoing thing. Act so shocked. <laughs> we can say I have one. You, I have two. Holy, Holy shit! shit. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what anyone says, we're always shocked. <laughs> Um, why don't, why don't you go? Cause I might have all the ones you have. All right. Well, all of mine are like, kind of like kids movies too. Uh, they put out a new trailer for Lady and the Tramp. Oh, I didn't watch this one. I, watched... I saw that it was available, but I didn't. it looks pretty much like the same story as the cartoon, but I don't know. Maybe the fact that they're actual dogs makes me feel more sentimental towards it. Oh, really? Yeah. I like just actually seeing like dogs playing this shit out. And I'm like, Oh. <laughs> so lady and the tramp is actually uh on the slate to do yeah. next month yeah um so we'll have to check that out check back in they do show that the siamese cats are in it because they okay. do have a scene with the siamese cat that fucks over lady okay okay so I'm... how racist will it be on a so scale let's of see one if they do ten. we are siamese <laughs> Let's hope that they do We Are Siamese so that Disney Plus is like, look, first of all, it's in the original. Yeah. And second of all, we apologize to any Asian people uh, yeah. that could be offended. We're, we apologize that we changed the lyrics to the song of We Siamese, We Make Joke, <laughs> We Go Pee Pee in we Your Coke. We Go Pee Pee in Your Coke. <laughs> I'm sorry um, we made it more offensive. <laughs> Here's Song of the South. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Oh, we're really fucking up on Disney Plus. <laughs> Y'all wanted to see that crow yeah. scene from Dumbo? Here you, it is. You want everything? Here it is, motherfuckers. <laughs> Here's all our dirty laundry. <laughs> yeah. We got we got a special part. We have a special sh- section of Disney Plus where it's just nothing but Walt Disney's Jewish rants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Disney Plus has gone down a dark road. <laughs> Uh, that's what the plus is for. <laughs> yeah. 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 Subscribe to Disney Minus, where it's just all of the <laughs> all of the bad shit that Disney's ever done. Disney Minus. <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, yeah. So I'm kind of looking forward to this. This is I I barely ever seen Lady and the Tramp, so yeah. I'll be, I guess I'll be surprised. I vaguely remember it, but I don't know. From what I saw. In this, like, they find a way to still make them look like dogs, where I was like, oh, shit. I, yeah. So is this actual live-action dogs? And now, like, they have live... I think they use live-action dogs, but there are parts where they, like, CG them. But okay. But it doesn't look terrible. Like, you can tell it's CG, but it's not, like... Is it, like, the Lion King? Kind of. I mean, it won't have that budget. I mean, but... I can tell there are parts where they do actually use the dogs. Okay. But there are parts where they, like, model the dog and then they, like, have them talking and shit. Do they move the mouth when they talk? Yeah. Okay. Just wondering, though. No. I, I, I guess I could watch the I mean, trailer and yeah. find all this I mean, out. It could all be <laughs> CG, too, but it, there are parts where they look like actual dogs doing dog shit. Dog so. shit. Great. <laughs> so, Perfect. <laughs> Just watch a trailer, Troy. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. All right. Describing something you could actually watch for two fucking minutes of your life. Fine. 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 Got one for Jungle Cruise, Troy. Did you watch this one? I did watch the Jungle Cruise one. This looks like Jungle Pirates of the Caribbean. This looks bad. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. It looks like Jumanji light. Yeah, I can see that. Um, just because the rock. Yeah, <laughs> the rock and khakis. <laughs> there was, oh, someone posted a thing on Twitter where it was like, "Can you believe that this is the rock in four different movies?" And it's like the rock dressed the same in the jungle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like, in a khaki yeah, shirt. This, yeah, this is the rock in four different movies. Yeah. And he looks the same in every single one of them. I guess the only thing that would be different is pro- his progressive tribal tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. This one just looks like it's more aimed for kids. Like it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't excite me in the slightest. Even the humor in the trailer, I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. Like I don't know. But I mean, it's not for us. For a younger audience, yeah. I guess you have to keep in mind, Troy. Not everything is for us. You mean middle-aged? Not even middle-aged. Like thirty-year-old white men. Not everything can be for I us. No, the world should revolve around us. <laughs> so I don't know. It it looks fine for whatever it is. It's <laughs> it like based off fine. the ride, I guess. Yeah. Apparently, this movie also has like the world's largest set. Did you hear this? I don't never heard I thought this. I heard whisperings of this. Maybe it's who's, not true. Who's whispering this to you? Obviously, Elton John. <laughs> hear about that jungle set, man. <laughs> you two blokes hear about Jungle Cruise. World's largest set. When are you gonna come down? <laughs> Can't love the wind. We love Princess Di. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> Can't love the wind. <laughs> uh yeah i saw jungle cruise probably gonna skip it yeah I don't know. i'll hear about it maybe rent it okay we'll see how that goes we'll see won't we we'll see won't we yeah, we will. uh do you want to do your one that there's like that big one yeah um i'll do my other one so right. i watched a trailer called onward it's the new pixar movie that's coming out oh. pretty soon I heard they had a new trailer for that. It kind of looks like Bright for Kids. Okay. <laughs> Bright for Kids. <laughs> Where, like, the world is, like, littered with, like, magic since, like, the olden times. Yeah, I saw a teaser for this a while ago. And there's two, like, I guess, troll kids or orc kids or yeah. whatever, and they find, like, a magic Always wand. orcs or trolls. <laughs> and they try to bring their... Uh, father back to life with the magic wand oh god but only bring back half of him and he's just a pair of legs and their mom becomes a bear and mom's bear (laughs) then uh so like they kind of weekend at bernie's these legs where they just make like a fake upper body and like bring him around town to try to figure out like how to make him whole again and i think that's the premise of the movie and i'm like what the fuck pixar what is this like you've never really let us any like down, yeah. But you did make Cars two and the Good Dinosaur, so <laughs> I've never seen the Good Dinosaur. Neither have I. Neil said he did, and he said it was bad. Okay. Well, not bad, just forgettable. Okay. But yeah, Pixar will do this. Everyone, well, they just like they turn one of the parents into weird shit. <laughs> like mom's a bear. Mo- oh yeah, mom's a bear. And then I don't know. It just was feels that, like I think that was just Disney though. I don't think that was Pixar. Brave was. Wasn't Brave Pixar? Don't think so. Oh, let me see. We're looking it up. Looking it up. Look it up, JT. Look it up. Look it up, JT. Look it up. I'm looking. I'm looking. 
Look it up, JJ. Look it up. <laughs> Look it up, JJ. Look it up. Look it up. That was a good one. JJ. Look it up. Look it up, JJ. Look it up. Look it up! I'm looking. Look it up! Shut the fuck up! There's only so many octaves I can do. (laughs) Look it up, JJ. Look it up. How do you find out? Look, just search Brave and see what produced it. Okay, I'm on IMDb. Oh my god, this isn't (laughs) working. Kelly McDonald did it. Not sure. Let me. uh, I'll watch a trailer and then I'll. uh... (laughs) It's gotta tell you in the trailer. I want to prolong this even longer. Yep, I want to prolong this so long. God damn it! An an ad. ad. God damn it! I don't give a shit about Gears Five. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Get through this Come shit. Come on, let's get it. Yeah, Xbox, jump in. <laughs> if uh, don't show the the preview approved. Come on, shit. what is going on here? We here? Go. Disney, give me Pixar. <laughs> Pixar, bitch! God damn it! Hell yeah! Told you it was Pixar. I hate it when it takes that long to find an answer and I'm still wrong. Hell yeah! It makes it even sweeter for me. <sighs> <laughs> anyway. Onward. So there you go. Onward. Looks weird. Can't wait to see those legs. Bright for kids. And the last one. No, I got one more. Oh, Jesus. I said I had four. Oh, I didn't. I've done two. Easy, bud. I was going to say, I thought you had the other one that I... I do have that one, but I got another one. Okay. Easy there, bud. Good Lord. Easy there, bud. Look out there, there, bud. bud. (laughs) Look out there, bud. Uh, Why don't you take it down 30% there, Dan? (laughs) Uh, I watched a trailer for Bombshell. Okay. Um, it's about, uh, based on a true story. Yeah. Stars uh, Nicole Kidman, Margot Robbie. Uh, ooh, I think also Charlize Theron is in this as well. Okay. But it's about the like Fox News scandal where all these people came out saying like all these women on the Fox News channel were like very heavily sexually harassed and coming out against like the people on them like that did the harassing yeah (laughs) and so uh it's all like during that me too movement thing when it first like set fire yeah and so they went and made a movie about it Uh and it looks uh very interesting actually (laughs) i think (laughs) it's uh because you have these really strong, powerful actors in there. Mm-hmm. Even, oh, and John Lithgow's in there playing like a total creep. Oh, cool. So I'm way into it. Uh, Does he play Ru- Rupert Murdoch or No, something? he doesn't play Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> he plays like another executive, but he like gets uh, Margot Robbie like in his office in one scene. He's like, well, I would love to move you to the top of the list for being an on-air personality, but you have to want it. And you have to show me how much you want it. Yeah. You have to tell my dick how much you want it. (laughs) Yeah, just speak into the microphone. Jesus. But yeah, so it's all like that kind of unnerving, gross, seedy shit uh, that I want to watch it for. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only reason you want to watch it. That's right. That's what I want to see. I want to see men acting powerful, and then I'll skip the last (laughs) hour. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. <clears throat> That's it. I'm gonna turn it off after they start like fighting back and be like, "Ah, love seeing men being men." <laughs> so that's bombshell. Check it out. 
coming to a theater near you pretty soon. All right. Now we get Now we get into the big one. The big kahuna. The one that's going to be the biggest film of 2020. That's right. Doolittle. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... Pardon my pun, Troy, but this did little for me. <laughs> it was a strange trailer, right? <laughs> Am I not wrong in thinking this? Like, it's a weird trailer. It's weird. For a Dr. Doolittle movie? Yeah. Like, all you really need is he talks to animals. He walks and talks with the animals. Yeah. If he could walk with the animals, he could talk, talk with the, with the animals. animals. Something, something, something Sing, with the animals. Snort. <laughs> And whatever with the animals. Fart with the animals. Fart with the animals. <laughs> yeah, but with this, it feels like they're going on, like, a fucking, like, pirate adventure. Yeah. I don't understand... Well, I do understand why they would make that decision to yeah. do that. But it just seems like... Why are you trying to action up Dr. Doolittle? Yeah. Like, I think the coolest part of the trailer to me was when he rode that ostrich into a courthouse. <laughs> Like, he's, like, barrels past a bunch of guards into, like, what looks like a courthouse. I was like, that's... Give me more of that shit. I don't need, like, a... He's on a pirate ship, like, consoling a gorilla. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe there's, like, an original story to Dr. Doolittle that all the other movies are based off of. Maybe. But, like, the original, like, black and white one was, like... I can't remember who played the lead in that. I should. Because I think he's a pretty famous character. Or, um... Pretty famous actor, but now I can't think of it. Anyway, it was just like a normal story where like a man can talk to animals. And then Eddie Murphy took it over. Yep. Made and made it better. Ama- <laughs> <laughs> the first one I think is fine. It's not bad. It came out when we were kids. Yeah. I don't think it's offensive. Got, got Norm MacDonald monkey. Then it... <laughs> is it Norm did... MacDonald monkey or is he a dog? <sighs> You're remember. asking too much of me right now. Look um, it up, JT. Look it up. Monkey. Look it up, JT. Look it up. <laughs> uh, then there's like probably two abysmal sequels to that. Yeah. But, like, they were all kind of, like, fun kids' movies where it's, like, they're only there to see animals talk. Yeah. Like That's all you need. I don't know why. <laughs> they. It looks like this out of anything is trying to Pirates the Caribbean yeah. up everything, a movie. Everything needs to be a fucking blockbuster nowadays. Which I... And what the fuck is going on with this accent? <laughs> it's all it over the place. It is all over the place. Like, all, all the power to you, RDJ. We yeah. know that's not your real voice, because yeah. we've heard it on air. Yeah. Oh, you're here too! <laughs> RDJ, you just crept up from the depths of the garbage heap over there. I came with Elton. Oh, I see. That makes sense. They're best friends. Yeah. Well, we knew that. I mean, we talk to him regularly. Really. All right, I'm going to jump out the window! Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You always jump out the window. I don't know. There's a perfectly good door over there, but... I mean, he did take some of the garbage with him, so that's Oh, great. DJ's my Roy. I'm going to jump out the window, too. Uh, no! 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 Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Bernard, what are you going to do? I'm going to stay here, sir. Get the fuck back in the fridge. Get in the fridge. <laughs> You're a joker now. You stay in the fridge. <sighs> How many times do I have to tell you to get in the fridge? Is it just me, or has the world gotten crazier? No! Fridge! I'm going to hit you with a sign. <laughs> Bernard, fridge, now. I really hope Bernard doesn't turn into the Joker. He'd be the most feeble Joker ever. We could yeah. Look at him. He's... And it'd be copyright, too. Because <laughs> he's a Marvel character. <laughs> That's right. He's so feeble and weak. 
Yeah. He'd be easily beaten by There's, anyone. Yeah. There's no way he'd be the Joker. We're going to test this. <laughs> I'm just going to keep torturing Bernard until he becomes the Joker. That's right. Don't feed him for a while. People, tell us what we should do to Bernard to turn into the Joker. <laughs> send um, us your emails. Yeah, send them in. Do it at reviewreviewpod.gmail.com. Yeah, let us know what, what we should do to burn and determine the Joker, <laughs> thus creating copyright infringement of our own. <laughs> or we turn a Marvel character into a DC character. Also, tell us why Dr. Doolittle has to be like this. Yeah. It's too, it's too <laughs> offensive. Well, that's going to be it, I think. Now we're going to jump in to turn the tourney. Turning random movies. Rando movies. Get a bunch of randos in here. <laughs> um, I didn't actually see what ended up winning because I did retweet it late, or well, actually early in the week, late in the uh, period of voting, and I saw that it garnered a few more votes. I'm pretty sure I know. What... Yep, it got closer. Yeah, it was getting close when I looked back at it, but, but I didn't the, see. I who think the took front it. runner stayed in front, which was Mortal Kombat. Yes. Took it. Yes, so yes, V yes, for yes, Vendetta. Yes. Yout. Yout boy. Yout V. And Mortal Kombat is in. So we got our final four. Our final four of Smoke and Aces, Mr. Magoo, <laughs> The Best Little Horror House in Texas, and Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mr. Magoo, god damn it. Great. So we'll see if Mr. Magoo survives this week, Troy. Okay. When it's going to be Smoke and Aces versus Mr. Magoo. Smoke and Aces versus Mr. Magoo. And, Bring it uh, on. I think we're still on that. We're thinking we're still going to be on that streak of not doing anything from the 2000s because Smoke and Aces is the only 2000s movie we have. <laughs> Never know. And who knows? No, do you? We might be tackling Smoke and Aces. Never know. The poll could surprise us. It could. Very well could. Smoke and Aces. Mr. Magoo, get your votes in. We'll see who wins. That's right. To move on to the finals of Turn Random Movie 7. That's right. Cast your votes. Do so on Twitter at ReviewReviewPod. Find the poll. Make it Find happen, Captain. Make it happen. Make sure that Mr. Magoo wins <laughs> so that OJ's got to fucking spend money to watch Mr. Magoo. <laughs> Yeah, and stay up late to, to try to record a show with yeah. us. That's it. I don't want Mr. McGregor. Hopefully he's just on the cusp where that we hit him in like the other time uh, <laughs> time zone. <laughs> I think he's in the same time zone as us, so it wouldn't <sighs> hit him that, so, not that bad. But uh, not that I don't want to have OJ on the show. I just don't oh, want no. Mr. McGregor. Oh, no, we'd love to have him on the show. <laughs> uh, I think he threw down that challenge knowing... That he wouldn't have to be on the show. What do you oh, think about that? Call think about out. those mind games I'm playing with you there. Call his ass out. Well, Joel. Yeah. We've made it. We've made it to the top of the hour. We're finally at the top of the hour. We're at the top of the card. It's too sweet to be sour. Head of the show. <laughs> We're doing it right now. El Camino. Yeah. A Breaking Bad movie. A Breaking Bad. A movie. Debuting October 11th. Yeah. The Year of Lord 2019, uh, in select theaters and on Netflix, uh, with a budget of around $6 million. Okay. Not too bad. Rotten Tomatoes has this at 95% wow. certified fresh. 
IMDb 7.7 .7 out of 10, Metacritic 72%, and Shun Young's Private Palace. No, wait. Shun <laughs> Young's Private Place. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Three <laughs> out of four stars. All right. So, pretty fairly high praise from everything I found out there. All right. Um, obviously there's not like a ton of box office news because oh. it was in select theaters. Netflix I looked playing it close to the chest and Netflix doesn't give out any viewing numbers. So no. I couldn't find any of that either. No. So you, it, it was pretty popular. Yeah. <laughs> i just say that. People talk, well, the stock price went up. So of course it, was it must have got on top of that. <laughs> then. Um, JT, could you tell us? what uh, El Camino would be about? Well, we visit Jesse Pinkman mere moments after the events of Breaking Bad where he is on the run avoiding the law after uh, what Walt did at the end of Breaking Bad Yeah, to where he is now hiding out to try and find some money and maybe find a way out of old Albuquerque. That's right. That's pretty much it. Yep. That and a bunch of flashbacks is pretty that much it. That and a bunch it. of flashbacks, yeah. <laughs> uh, some fun little facts. So there's some pre-production of this movie. Um, yeah. was very hush-hush in making this. They always knew... Um, well, I would say they knew they were trying to do something. And this movie, in Vince's mind, started out as like a short yeah. Just to show where Jesse Pinkman ended up. Mm -hmm. And then that short turned into an hour long. Two hours. <laughs> yeah, it turned into a two hour thing. It it started as like a 20 minute short, wrote it out. It's like, well, that's about an hour long. And now it's about two hours long <laughs> yeah. once we got all these people back into the fray. So we're like, well, let's just put it out there. Put yeah. it out on uh, Netflix because that was like the big. Yeah. That's big... what kind of made it popular. Yeah, for sure. Um the one of the proposed titles was 63 uh because this technically would have been the 63rd episode oh, really? of breaking bad uh or uh greenbrier which i don't think makes any sense i like I 63 know. more but greenbrier was also in in the fold there <laughs> i don't know um uh it was it was a very oddly super secret production yeah for like i'm gonna call it like a tv movie yeah you know what i mean like that's it, it almost sounds like i'm cheapening it by saying it's a tv movie no. but like it was oddly super secret in so much that certain scenes were filmed with only the product like production team's family there like no other other really? no other actors were hired on <laughs> for that scene and well, like, a few scenes. Yeah. And then, uh, like, people had to be ushered out in secret, and it, it was, in like, just reading them, like, for what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not like a lot of, like, crazy shit happens in this. I know, but, like, it reminded me of, like, how crazy Star Wars gets with, yeah. like, spoilers and stuff. Yeah. And, like, they must have done a good job, because, like, I literally didn't know anything about this movie no. besides that it was going to be coming out. Yeah. 
And even then I'm like, when? And it's like, oh, it's out like in a week. <laughs> yeah. Like I totally forgot it was coming out and yeah. we had it on the slate. Yeah. So like kudos to Vince Gilligan. Yeah. Like totally. <laughs> it was insane. And like I also think that um after watching Breaking Bad like I I guess I didn't really need a resolution to Jesse. I no. kind of liked that at the end he just kind of sped off. Yeah. I feel like this movie feels like an epilogue to Breaking Bad. Yes. Like it's that part of the book where you don't need to really read it cuz the story's yeah. pretty much all done. Yes. But this is like, well, if you want a little bit more, we'll give you a little bit more. Yeah. So like this also sounds like a kind of a diss to it. It's like a movie I didn't need, but then when I watched it, I appreciated it. Yeah. It was, it's just fun. It's yeah. just fun to watch. Yeah. Like, and you, you get to, like, it's like revisiting an old friend. Yeah. So, and Vince Gilligan also was stated saying, like, he was fully aware of that during this. Yeah. And so, like, you could go in and watch it without any Breaking Bad knowledge, but you will get nothing out of it. No. Because this literally is, like episode 63 oh yeah like <laughs> if you if like a friend is friend of yours is like hey the new breaking bad movies out you don't really need to know anything about it you can watch it with me if you want then that friend of yours is a dick yeah because you and will not know what friend. the fuck is going on <laughs> like from scene one you'll be like i don't know what the fuck is happening what is this yeah <laughs> because uh, uh, there's a lot of shit that happens to jesse especially in the last season of the show. Yeah. That, like, he's almost a different character in the movie. Oh, yeah. Than from the show, because, like, he's broken. Are they even... They'll even do, like, flashbacks here where they show, like, different versions of him. Yeah. They even go as far back as to, like, right when him and Walt get out of the desert when they're stuck out there. Yeah. Where it was like, yeah, you're a completely different person here than when you, than yeah, when you are like now. Yeah, it was like early season two. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, got the beanie cap on, he's yeah bitching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, holy cow, they, they went all over the gamut. But like, I really liked the style of the way they decided to, sh the, to present this to us. Yeah. Where it was like, just right, right after the last episode, mm -hmm. start starts there, goes kind of gets your footing in there a little bit, and then flashes back to something for yeah quite a while yeah, and yeah and like the flashbacks they do I appreciate like there are definitely ones where it was like you don't need this yeah but one in particular like the ones he does with Todd I was like yeah I wanted so much more Todd. Yeah. In, the, in the show, but they just didn't give it to us. Yeah. And then in this, like, they give a, like, a big lump sum of this is him and Todd, where I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I wanted more. I wanted more Todd. <laughs> For sure. And what, it's also, so, did you find it a little distracting that Jesse Plemons, who plays Todd, like, yeah, has a bunch of weight on him now? Yeah. Like, at first, I was like... Cause like at first when they first show him, like they show him like through the bars of his cell, I thought that was and so I was like, funny. and I was like, oh, they're gonna do this to try and hide it. And then after yeah. a while, they're just like, ah, fuck it. Not <laughs> yeah, the exact same thing. <laughs> like so, he's currently filming Fargo right now. Yeah, and so he put a, a, some weight on for that. Yeah. Um. So it's just kind of unfortunate that like the stuff that he's in is a flashback, and yeah. he's like. 
a hundred pounds heavier. <laughs> I don't know. Like he's pretty svelte in yeah. uh, the original series. He's coming back for Fargo. Apparently, either he oh, was shit. coming off of Fargo or he's currently filming. Let's say if he it. came off of Fargo, that that was like a while ago because he was in season two. I don't remember. But I don't know. I can't remember mm. when they started filming this either. Yeah, I don't know. Um, apparently the I, the production of it was. Like, from beginning of filming to the end was, like, 50 days. Like, I was actually surprised really? how long it took. I know. I was surprised when you said $6 because, I don't know. Vince Gilligan, I just want to see him do more shit. I would also love to see that, too. Because... <laughs> I don't know much of what he's done besides, like, this stuff. And, I know. And a few X-Files things. Yeah. And that's, like, the thing where, like, as much as I love Breaking Bad, I kind of want to see him break out of that shell and try something new. Yeah. Because, yeah, he's, he's an amazing director and gets, like, really interesting shots and shit. Yeah. But it's all been within this world. Like, I almost kind of want to see him try something different. Yeah. And I don't even, like, I love the world that yeah. he's created for oh, this. yeah. For where sure. everyone sucks. Like, <laughs> everyone sucks. <laughs> you're rooting for the least <laughs> shitty guy. Yeah. Um. And granted, I haven't even watched any of Better Call Saul yet. Like, yeah. and I want to dive into that. And yeah, and it's just as good, and it's even it's just as good, but in a different way, like just the shit that Saul goes through. Like Michael McKean as his brother is one of my favorite characters in that show. Yeah, just because he's like the exact opposite of Saul, but he's like just enough like him that you can tell that they're brothers. Yeah. So, uh, does Better Call Saul? I probably asked you this like a hundred times. Does that happen before or after Breaking Bad? Before. Okay. It's like it's like a kind of like a, a Saul origin story. Okay. Where it shows how he he pretty much goes from like kind of like a deadbeat to like the most well-known criminal lawyer in Albuquerque. I think it would be a big ask for Chelsea, but I would love to start Better Call Saul to kind of get where it's at to now and then start Breaking Bad. <laughs> She she likes the show, because yeah. I was talking to her about it, like, after I watched the movie. Yeah. But she's like, she hates the how she feels after she watches it, <laughs> which I totally get. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how she would feel after watching Better Call Saul, because I think Better oh, Call Saul there she is. Has... You want to defend yourself? Or did I get it right? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> got like, it right. Better Call Saul has, like, a different feel to it. Like, okay. it's, like, all of... Like Breaking Bad, I feel is like heavier than Better Call Saul is. He fucking ruined his family's lives. <laughs> Birds. Like, <laughs> yeah. But like, with Better Call Saul, it's like you're just watching like a guy that gets kind of get beaten down to the point where like he feels like his only option left is to like go crooked. Yeah. Like he tries to become like a he tries to be like a legit lawyer, but the people around him are pretty much beating him down for their own benefit. To where he, it's the only, like only his only option left is to oh go the criminal route. I mean, I don't want to alarm you guys, but <laughs> that might be a ripoff from Designing Women. Oh, oh get no! The hell out of here! Breaking Bad is Designing Women of the New Age. I mean, you guys are gonna have to watch a lot of seasons. To get to that point of designing women, but you'll see a parody. Or a parallel. Homage. Yeah. A parallel. I don't know why it's a parody. 
Watch Designing Better Women. Call Saul is a parody of Designing <laughs> Women. Is that what you're trying to say right now? Don't you wish it was? No. <laughs> I don't wish that at all. I kind of do. All right. All right. Yeah, I don't want to watch it again. I do. I just think it... I don't know he was such a jerk to his family is it appropriate to like when you go back to work oh my god watch Here an episode go. while the kids are in the room no not while you have <laughs> tiny children in the room should you ever watch a show like that but they don't really understand you already watch things that are really not cool okay like, literally i like turned on one of like a news channel on youtube the other day and Macy was in the room, and they had just a series of swears in there that I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Or you watch like stuff that I'm like pretty sure is going to give her nightmares. And you're like, she's little, and lately she's been waking up with nightmares. So. Yeah, but for the stuff that she is curious about, like bugs and she, bees. She will start, she's starting to remember stuff, so. Yeah, she, i very aware of that. He's so a when dad. The, the news channel I was watching that said like, stupid fucking shithead assholes and i'm like that's so many swears in a row and i was like oh my god you're like making dinner i could feel you shake your head from the other know. room i didn't even know now i know oh god i've exposed my hand <laughs> what have you done yeah no it's just like i can't watch orange is the new black because like you started it and i was watching it with you and then you would fall asleep immediately and i have this thing where i have to see the end of the episode uh-huh. so i watched on and like it makes me feel like i'm going to jail and i <laughs> know it's ever. not real but i don't like the way the show makes me feel because that's a real fear of mine going to jail i don't like being in trouble okay i'm just putting that out all there. right fine you know it i just don't. i know it obviously i do know that did you know that you tell me this a lot. Okay. A lot. Like, I'll be, like, driving like the speed trouble. limit, and we drive past a cop. You said like, that. You Slow don't like cops down. behind you, right? Like, I, I don't like it, but I don't like it for the fact that I could get pulled over. Me too. Not That doesn't make me feel like I'm going to go. But just, like, the thought of you being You guys just jail. need to burst your bubble and get pulled over a few times. No. It's not I've been pulled over a few a times. I shit. That's just, I don't want to, I don't want to get a ticket and pay a fuck ton of money. Yeah, he doesn't want to pay a fuck ton of money out of his butthole. Guys. Yeah, out of my butthole. Listen. Where are you at? <laughs> you married me. You're friends with me. I don't know. I don't know either anymore. I don't know either. I don't know anything. What do you think point. about the Doolittle trailer? Uh, what's that accent he got going? <laughs> See? That's what there we There you go. That nondescript accent. It's like Shit's Creek. <laughs> It's a shit accent. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. Shit's Creek accent. <laughs> Have you seen Shit's Creek? No. The we would make shit out of we Shit's Creek. We make shit out of Shit's Creek. But because never... we didn't know what it was forever. And now you started watching it. And I'm like, it's not that bad. I no, guess. it's not. It's not. I didn't get into it as much as like everybody's like, it's amazing. Until like the third season. I was like, all right, you're hitting your stride. Eugene Levy and his son, Daniel Levy. They kicking, kicking ass. Kicking ass. Taking names. Canadian. Canadian show. Kicking ass, taking shits. That's Take- it. <laughs> you fuckers. God. This is the only adult interaction I get in a day. Uh, Sad. Yeah. And it goes to just potty humor. Yes. Like, yep. That's the comic room. It's oddly cold in here. I think it's perfect in oh here God, right now. It's, it's a brisk 65 degrees. It's a brisk 45. Yeah. That's fine. It's usually your, hot as Your piss beer in is here. frosted. Yep. Oh, I think it's cold. <laughs> bless you god bless yeah no you got it right i just eddie it's weird i'll like go to use 
the restroom or like walk by and that's when you're talking about me in the other room and lures me in. Yep. Your ears are burning. Yeah, I got those Peter tingles. <laughs> Did you listen to the last episode? No. Oh, we talk about you a lot. What? <laughs> what do you mean? What were you talking about? Say it. When we was were it shooting the shit? It was because she really likes wrestling, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Your secret closet oh, wrestling fan. Fuck you yeah, we're talking about no, your closet don't. wrestling fan. <laughs> if you can't watch in the Diva show on the E Network, we don't. That counts. You're a total. <laughs> Did mark. you actually say that I liked wrestling? Yes. Oh yeah. my god. Okay. Well, this is bullshit. Turn the word. mic off. This is bullshit. Farts and Spread gets out of here. Farts. <laughs> you know, I'm still like. Farts. You should still. Not I still find say you things a like very that about their wife. Lady. Oh, okay. That's what a woman wants to hear. A lovely lady. As you talk about me farting walking out of a room. <laughs> That's because I thought you'd just be disgusted with us. And be like, suck on this, losers. Yep. <laughs> God. This is how you're painting me to the internet? <laughs> what is going on with this El Camino yeah. review? I we don't know. Shit but I really hope that people email in and are like, on my side, like, don't talk about her like that, you shitbags. <laughs> email in at Review Review Pod. Yeah, yeah come on, OJ. Stand up for me. Yeah. Someone honorable. <laughs> I don't like wrestling. You're but I like you, Joel. Okay, good. What about me? It. I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> On that note, let me just go fart as I walk out of the room. Walking See, I knew you'd year. do it. No, you were disgusting. <laughs> God. Uh, love you, Chelsea. Bye, you lovely thing. <laughs> oh, my God. That was him. That was not me. Fuck Troy. Trying to bury me. I'll bury the shit out of you. <laughs> I need all the good graces I can get. <laughs> the gauntlet has been thrown. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> El Camino. <laughs> where were we El at? El Camino! Where were we at? I don't even remember where we were at. Um, Chelsea uh, doesn't like watching Breaking Bad. Correct. So, what I wanted to do, Saul, yeah. Breaking Bad... Yep, and then go back to El Camino. There you go. Feel like it would be a. But they great... do they do like small snippets here and there where they show where Saul is now. Okay. In the show, which great. is kind of cool. That's cool. Like post Breaking Bad. Yeah. Okay. They do. They'll do like a small black and white, like uh, black and white uh, cold opens vignettes. Uh, well, I've seen the show once, so not break uh Saul, but you know. Breaking yeah. Bad. So, I mean, maybe I'd pick some of that up. But coming out of, like, El Camino, like, I've so far removed from the show, like, yeah. almost by a decade. They do, like, a small recap before. Like, I, I And I did watch it, too. I'm like, this very much helps. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, I'm like, I don't, I remember where they end up. Yeah. Like, me literally. and Molly watched all of Breaking Bad, like, three or four months ago. Oh, like, yeah. Really? Definitely needed, like, that recap. Yeah. Um, and really, there's not a whole lot of spoilers in this. Not really. Um, I do want to save a little bit for spoilers, but like, yeah. The what what was getting me in this movie that I think they did like the best, and I think they do 
awesomely in Breaking Bad as well. Yeah. Is like the tension. Oh yeah. Every like every scene is so tense, even if it's like the littlest thing. Oh, I know. Me and Big A like went back and forth talking about this movie on like uh Facebook Messenger the other day and we were like Vince Gilligan could film someone waiting in line at the post office and it'd be the most interesting fucking thing ever. <laughs> you really could. So like <laughs> Because he's created, like, this universe where literally anything could happen at the drop of a hat. Yeah. Like, he makes tension matter. Yeah. So, like, it's not like in a regular blockbuster movie where it's like, oh, God, is he going to get through this? Of course. He's the hero of the movie. He's going to make it to the end. Like, yeah. You, you don't even really know. Because, like, super surprising things happen in Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, well, I didn't figure, like, Jesse was gonna die in this movie. Yeah. But, like, I could definitely see him not coming out unscathed. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like, anytime, like, you just felt... There's, like, like three, four, five times where you're just like, oh, my God, you need to get out of the situation. Or hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry yeah. up. Like, I yeah. felt that many times. And I'm like, that's, like, the hugest strength i feel like to this whole series yeah of things and like i don't think there is a show on tv that matches it at all no that's yeah that's why i loved watching this like it made me remember how fucking amazing breaking bad is <laughs> yeah. where they'll just give you like mundane scenes where you can tell something's wrong and they you don't know what it is until it's too late yeah and like I um coming right out of this, I'm like, oh my god, I do want to rewatch Breaking Bad because like the first time through, I don't think I really appreciated it until like I was almost halfway through the series. Yeah, because I was like, it's kind of slow and meandering. I don't know where it's going. Yeah, but it was like deliberate. Yeah. So like going through again, I would love to see, knowing where it ends up, like the subtle mm -hmm. things that you know, accumulate to make yeah. these characters progress or regress. Yeah. And then like, I, I, I love breaking bad. So I'll, I'll do that shit where I'll like look online and, uh, see all like the fan theories and shit. And I'm obsessed with the one that people always drop where they talk about how, um, every time Walt kills someone, he borrows, uh, like a trait of theirs. Uh huh. Like after he kills, after he kills a crazy eight, like, he cuts the crust off all of his sandwiches from then on. Hmm. And then, like, uh... Oh, shit. I think after he kills somebody, that's when he grows his, like, goatee. Okay. Where it's, like, he takes on, like, the traits of the people that he kills as they go throughout the show. Okay. And I think they even, like, asked Vince Gilligan about it, and he was like, oh, wow, I can't believe people found that. <laughs> <laughs> of course. It's the internet. They find everything. Yeah. But... Yeah, but it's, like, stuff like that. Like, it's, like, subtle things where, like, they, it's so, like, loose in context that you don't really think about it. Yeah. And when they do it, you're, like, and then when you, like, find it or, like, someone points it out to you, you're, like, God damn, Vince Gilligan's a genius. <laughs> I really think he is, like, a genius at, like, serialized television. Yeah, or just, like, his shots in general. He has such fucking... There's a shot in El Camino where... I thought it was the coolest fucking thing I ever saw where they do like like an aerial shot of the, the top apartment. Down apartment. Yeah, and yeah. it's just him ripping apart everything. And I was like, 
I've never seen that in anything. Yeah. And it's so fucking cool. I also thought that was an awesome <laughs> shot. Chelsea even was like, this is a cool shot. Like, yeah. N- unanimous. Or, cool or and then shot. The, and the spot and the part where, like, the cop, like, that cop finds him in the apartment. And then, like, you hear a gun cock. And then they, like, almost show him, like, hiding in, in like, the square part of a couch. But it looks like a tunnel. And they just, like, zoom in on him. Where it's like they just shine just the light on him, mm-hmm. and it feels like it like it's such a claustrophobic like scary shot. But it was like he like oh oh yeah because yeah. like when that uh, yeah the cops search in the apartment and it's like I think the mattress tipped up against the wall yeah. or something yeah and he's hiding in and he's he hiding. comes out of nothing like comes yeah. out of blackness like the camera zooms into like the blackness of this mattress and they zoom right in on jesse holding the gun on him yeah like it makes you feel so claustrophobic and scared and it's like he's like making me know how to feel with a shot with like a <laughs> camera shot yeah it's like jesus christ yeah that <laughs> all of those and i don't know if that's like vince gilligan or if that's like the cinematographer uses but whatever it is but everything in breaking bad's like that too like it's just these crazy out of nowhere shots yeah but, but have. like he doesn't direct every episode that's why i think no. like his crew that he has with yeah him i think he, he just knows it's like a tight crew yeah yeah oh my god yeah coming out of this i'm like ah, rewatch i need to <laughs> need to do it but like i also do because I'm so far removed from the series as well, they there is a lot of like Easter eggs. Yeah. In this, that I kind of looked up some of them, and I, for the life of me, I didn't write them down because I had a tab open on my fucking. Yeah. Well, even in the beginning, Chrome, and then it just closed out. Even in the beginning, when they they just do like a random like flashback scene where it's him and Mike, like they meet at the spot where Mike dies. Yeah. <laughs> Or, like, they're kind of talking about, like, what they're going to do, and then, like, he talks about, oh, now you're going to be, like, this, like, the youngest retiree ever, what are you going to do? And then he asked Mike what he what he would do, and he's like, I'd move to Alaska. And that's, yeah. like, legit the answer he gives when Walt brings him out in the middle of the desert, and he thinks Walt's going to kill him. Yeah. And then, like, Walt gives him a bunch of money and asks him what he's going to do, and then Jesse says he's going to move to Alaska. Hmm. God. And there's other things, too. Like, there's a scene where... um there's like this beetle crawling on the ground and Jesse picks it up and yep. he like wants to take care of it. And that happens like yeah. early on in the series to show like he's, yeah, he's after all the shit that's happened to him. He's still got like yep. a tender personality. And Todd kept the spider that he, T- Todd kept the spider of the kid that he killed. Yeah. <laughs> like I totally forgot that even happened. And yeah. I saw it in the recap and I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> like I forgot they went hardcore in this. Yeah. But I, I love that, like, Todd is, I loved all the shit they did with Todd in this, because I thought he was, like, one of the most fascinating characters, and they did, I don't feel like they did enough with him. Like, it was, like, by the end there, they were just trying to get through the rest of the show, and they had yeah. this, like, really interesting character that they could only do so much with, because we have to get through the rest of Walt's story. Right. So the fact they did this flashback, where you're just pretty much living a day in the life of <laughs> Todd and Jesse, <Jessie, laughs> when Jesse was being held captive... Was like it made me almost kind of learn more about Todd in a way where I was like, this guy, he's both like sympathetic and scary at the same time. He's like a complete like sociopath. Yeah, like he's gotten he's super cold, has no emotion. Yeah. Oh, well, like he kind of like that strikes makes him me scary. Like he's he's as smart as an adult, but I feel like he has like the same 
understanding of death as like a four-year-old. Because you can tell he cares about stuff, but it's like he, when it comes to like death and, and things like that, I don't think he fully understands what happens to people. See, I don't know. Like, I, I find it like he almost carries no emotion. So, like, killing somebody would be nothing to him. He's like, yeah, they kind of made me mad, so I had to kill him. Yeah, like, but like, if he didn't have any emotion, then why would he keep the spider as a pet? And then why would he? Why would he be like, oh, I kind of felt bad that I killed her, <laughs> like shit like that? Where yeah, I was like, but he says it, but like, it doesn't seem to like phase him at all. So that's why I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't. I think it phases him because I don't think he understands like the true gravity of death. But either way, it makes him like. Like a very scary, a very yeah. unassumingly scary character. Like, like, like a part of like the scene, where like, yeah, he needs Jesse's help, but a part of it is also like he kind of wants Jesse to be his friend because he's kind of lonely at the same time. Like he, he loses just all these neo Nazis. Yeah, it was all those neo Nazis <laughs> that kind of talk down to him, and then like, but yeah, when he has Jesse around, like he treats him like a friend. Mm-hmm. Like, but then in in these scenarios where like. Oh yeah, I need you to help me get rid of this dead housekeeper because she found my money. Yeah, like he doesn't do it. Like he didn't do it because he wanted to kill someone. He did it because she found his money. And then well, Uncle Jack told me you can't if everyone find my money. Yeah. Where I was like, well, I guess the only thing I could really do was kill her. <laughs> it's like I don't think it just. I just think like he has like he has like this mindset of kind of like a like a four year old. Mm. Where like when you tell a four year old that someone's died, like it just doesn't really set in that like they're gone forever or they're dead. Like they're dead. It's they're gone forever. Yeah. Like is just, it just strikes him as like, Oh yeah. Well death is a thing that happens mm. and it doesn't really affect me. Yeah. Well, regardless of whatever it is, I, it's his character is fascinating. Yeah. And I'm glad he, he gets a lot of time in this yeah. movie too. And he's such a kid. Like even like the part where like he's driving, to, he's driving down the road with a dead body in the backseat of his car. And this is semi passes him. He does the fucking, pull the horn as it goes like he's like like he just reminds me he's like a little kid almost (laughs) he's so fucking funny uh but then you also have that scene when like jesse pulls the gun on him and then he's like well i'm gonna get pizza you want beer yeah like it it, and in a way it's like he's bringing up something they can do to hang out but in another way he's kind of like he's smart blackmail yeah to, like, know how to, like, turn a situation around, though. Yeah. Because I don't think he's he was just saying that, like, with a naivete. Like, I'm pretty no. sure he was, like, fully aware, like, yeah. hey, give me the gun. Yeah, there's we'll still a part of him that beer. knows. Yeah, there's still a part of him that knows that Jesse's beaten down enough where he he's not going to do anything. Yeah. So, man, like. Great character. Yeah. <laughs> Great character. Yeah. Like, I'm, I love, like, I think all the Todd scenes are probably my favorite in this. Yeah. And I don't think I even, like, going back to Jesse, I don't think I even realized the gravity of him, of him being held captive in the original series. But this really yeah. pushed it forward. Even, like, when they do the scene with the welder where they're just placing bets on if they can break the break the line and they just yeah. keep like making him run back and forth as hard as he can. Yeah. I was like, man, he Jesus. got really fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wish I would have heard more of that scene. Cause like at that point in time, like I was trying to watch it 
uh, with Macy in the room and she was like, I try to like sing the ABCs at the top of her lungs. So I didn't miss, I missed a lot of the conversation, but I just saw him running back and forth. Yeah. I just figured he was just being tortured more. (laughs) I mean, it is. (laughs) Yeah. Well, like at one point they made him do it with, when he still had the cuffs on his legs and they're like, Oh, you might actually break his leg when we do that. (laughs) Okay. Take him off. They still make him do it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Crazy. I, I, I love the evil welder in this, too. I don't know his name, oh, like, sure. Candy or something. Uh, yeah, something like that, yeah. But, no, he's in, uh, he's in Righteous Gemstones. Oh, yeah, I read that, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know it was him until they showed, like, the flashback version of him where he had the long hair. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that guy. Because he looks so different when they show, like. Oh, like, really? Uh, him then, because he's, like actually like clean cut like he's kind of like looks like a shithead in righteous gemstones but in this he's like he looks kind of clean cut and i didn't understand i didn't even like realize it was him huh but he's he's really good in this too yeah for sure i the the uh whole uh standoff yeah near the end that was like cool another super high tension moment yeah mixed with like a breaking bad like Gosh, he didn't see this coming. Like, I was like, yes, this is fucking why I love this whole series. A lot of, of like, what Vince Gilligan does kind of reminds me of Quentin Tarantino in a way, where he'll present a scene where you don't, where it just seems like a regular scene, and then it just introduces something out of nowhere where you're like, I didn't even know this was going to be a factor. Yeah, like... Same but different. Yeah. <laughs> but like Tarantino's will be like almost like a heightened reality cartoony version yeah. where the Vince Gilligan one is like, you didn't see this coming. It could happen to anyone at any time. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. It's yep. so fucking yeah. scary. And that's that's the kind of shit that I loved in this. Like the surprise out of nowhere, like whatever. So wh- why don't we just do spoilers from here on out? Yeah, spoilers from here on out for sure. Um, I'm sure if you've already seen breaking bad you've probably seen this already mm-hmm. but if you haven't like make sure you see breaking bad first because there's going to be a lot of parts where you're probably lost if you haven't seen breaking bad yeah but if you've seen breaking bad you're definitely going to want to see this i wouldn't see why you wouldn't want to see it at yeah. all yeah yeah like it's it's a great epilogue yeah it's not ne- yeah it's t- a total epilogue it's not necessary but it's still like watching this will make you remember how much you love breaking bad (laughs) for sure. So like when he's doing the whole standoff with the welder at the end and you're like, you kind of remember he has, he picked up two guns from his dad's safe. Yeah. But he only is showing the one. Yeah. Then he had the one in his pocket the whole time. I'm like, Oh my God, that's so good. (laughs) Then he shot through his pocket and fucking shot that guy away. Oh my god, that was such a. And great then when those guys moment. leave and they're just like, "You're on fire, dude!" And I was like, "That's kind of a weird line." And they turns around, and he's actually on fire. Yeah, the gun like yeah. sh- like <laughs> yeah. turned his pocket. Like the on gun fire. barrel was rusting against his coat, so like it just the hot barrel like lit his coat on fire. I was like, yeah. "God, that's <laughs> it's so cheesy, but so good at the same time." Oh my god, uh, so uh, there's not really much else to spoil except for like. Mm. All the secrecy surrounding, like, that Walter White is in this as well. Yeah. And it's just, like, a flashback where... Yeah. It's, yeah, it's pretty much them after the... 
after the part where they were stuck in the desert. Yep. They had to like make a battery yo. Yep. And <laughs> yeah. And they're like at like a they're like at a uh, like a buffet or something. But that, also that I kind of like just cuz they showed like I feel like after that episode it's like a real turning point with Walt where you can see like he's on the verge of becoming like Heisenberg. Where yeah. like, when he like looks out the window and he was like, "Man, you're you're lucky you 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 were able to find your potential before you got as old as me or whatever." Yeah. And because it's like after that episode is where they where he finds out that his cancer is in complete remission. And then he's like, well, fuck now I did all this bad shit for nothing. And that's when he really goes off the rails and yeah. just starts being a total dickhead. Yeah. Oh, man. Rewatch. Yeah. <laughs> I need a rewatch. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, it's good. Yeah. Because I was like after that episode, it's like that part where like they have the party for him and he makes Walt Jr. Like drink all that tequila and he pukes in the pool and yeah. shit. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) Oh, I need it in my life. (laughs) But, yeah, it's, like, the small hints, like, even, like, the flashbacks will give you small hints of it to to kind of, like, give you forethought of where they are in the series. And, yeah, it's... It's a really good epilogue. Yeah. I, you definitely need to watch a show for it, but it's really fucking good. So the uh, whole movie is like two hours long, but mm-hmm. it doesn't really get to like kind of where it's going until almost the last half an hour. Yeah. Um, not that the beginning hour and a half is bad at all, but mm-hmm. like he, the, he, what he really is striving for is to uh, get money to like give it to this... The, uh, yeah, he's trying to make amends with, like, the vacuum cleaner salesman guy. Yeah. Because he ditched on him before, because uh, that was when they did the whole thing where he was about ready to take off, and then he realized that Walt poisoned Brock, and then he leaves. So now he's trying to make amends because he ditched the guy, and now he, he has to not only pay for the time he ran away, but now he's got to pay for... Like, the time to actually go to where he wants to go. And see, like, I didn't remember him at all. This vacuum cleaner salesman. Yeah. So I was, like, way in the dark of, like, so who is this guy again? I don't remember. Why does he owe him money? Like, I can't remember. I couldn't remember any of that. Yeah. Um, It's really apparent, like, in the second to last episode where they do the whole, like, flash through time with Walt where he's, like, living in that cabin and he's, like... yeah dying more and more of cancer yeah like i I remember that and like i had to look up to see like who is the guy again yeah like he pays him ten thousand dollars to play cards with him at one point but i i really like that character yeah um because he's like comes off as just like a simple like oh vacuum cleaner salesman but he's just like a hard ass, yeah, freaking crooked guy. And I was like listening to like a review for this, and they they talked about like he even does this on Jackie Brown too, where he's he's so good at playing dumb, but you can tell that he knows exactly what's going on. Yeah, like he oh, does yeah. that in Jackie Brown a lot too. But even in this, where it's like, oh no, I I like when Jesse turns the sign around and he's like. Um, I'm open. Why are you turn that around? <laughs> I was like, fuck you, you know who he is. Yeah. 
<laughs> so like um <laughs> when uh I I love that the whole crux of the movie is just pretty much like Jesse has to make $1800. Yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't come in until the last 30 minutes of the movie. Because mm-hmm. the only reason I even know that is because I had to stop it there last night when I was watching it. Yeah. Because I had to go to bed. Because if I didn't, I'd be a piece of shit And you were just like laying awake in bed like, I was going to make $1,800. Yeah, yeah, really. And then I <laughs> saw it when I finished it up after I got home from work today. And I was like, oh my god. So like, I, I love when he's... the. Jesse pretty much has like a quarter of a million dollars yeah. on this guy's counter. He's like, you're $1,800 short. Yeah. And he's like, come on, it's $1,800. Yeah. like, sorry, here's all your money. Get the fuck out of here. I'm calling the cops. Yeah. And you're like, you're bluffing. And then the cops show <laughs> the up. The cops like show up right behind him. And he's him. like, oh shit. And he's trying to get <laughs> out of there. <laughs> but yeah, that, that scene was amazing. Because I... He fucking is like, I'm doing some illegal shit behind the scenes there. I don't give a shit. Like, I don't yeah. need this, any of yeah. what you got. To, any, to the naked eye, I'm a, a well-off businessman. Yeah. Like, they're not going to look too much into me. Yeah. But if you're, so, if you're causing trouble, they'll just take you, no questions asked. Yeah. So you better give me what I'm owed. I don't give a shit. Like, I have nothing yeah. to owe you. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like... I love that. It's yeah. like such little petty shit yeah. that I'm like, that's perfect. Yeah. I, I, He's I have so a, good in I this. have a quarter of a million dollars on my yeah. counter and I'm going to bitch about 1800 bucks. I know. It's, this is such a, like a perfect last role for Robert Forrester uh-huh. where it's like, you don't see too much of him, but you see him in this and you're like, God damn it. I want more of him. Yeah. He's pretty <laughs> prevalent in the last chunk of this movie yeah. too, which is great. Yeah. God. So good. So like, obviously we've been praising this movie quite a bit. Yeah. Does you do you have any criticisms of it at all? I think like, the only real criticism I probably have is just that like, I mean, probably it's out of their control, but it's just like every you can tell everyone is really a- is aged. Yeah. Compared that, to yeah. what the timeline's supposed to be, but I mean after a while I kind of fell into it. I didn't really mind that much. Just that and the fact that like, it's a movie, but. You definitely need to have watched Breaking Bad to really get into it. That was about my only criticism, is that you need all this back matter to yeah. even get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you can, you could maybe take the story for what it is, but then there's so much, so like, uh, stuff on the on the outside where you're just going to be like, eh, why are we Yeah, there'd be focusing... so much reference yeah. you'd have to look at. Why up. are we focusing so much on this shit when we're just <laughs> trying to trying to follow a guy that's trying to get out of the town? Yeah. But yeah, those my only real complaint is like you need to know Breaking Bad in order to really get this. And what kind of a complaint is that really? Yeah. <laughs> Especially for someone that's seen Breaking like if you've seen Breaking Bad, you're gonna fucking love this. Cause it's it's the same quality. It might even be better, like even like the uh the camera angles and shit, like I feel like it's six million dollars. I'm pretty sure they didn't spend six million dollars on an episode of Breaking Bad, so you can tell there's, like, it almost is made better than an episode of Breaking Bad. Yeah, I want to say I when I was looking this up, they almost spent the same amount for the finale. Yeah, but I'm like, yeah, I can see that. But even the finale had some crazy shit in it too. So. Yeah, but they also took um because Breaking Bad was like a like serially shot like mm-hmm. they had time standards and stuff they had to like film this in a certain amount yeah. of time 
Whereas this, they didn't have that at all. Yeah. Like, they're kind of on their own schedule, so they can yeah. let things breathe. Mm-hmm. So, like, that 50-day, sh- like, shoot seems like a long time for the kind of movie that this is. Yeah. But with that, they said, like, for an example, um, they would shoot three pages of script a day for the show. Yeah. And in this... Uh, per day they would do one and a half because they had the time to breathe they could ad lib it if they needed to to like really get into the characters yeah i i think it really helps oh yeah you there's not a ton of dialogue or a ton of action in this it's full of like quiet tense moments yeah and then even on top of the tension there's still shit that makes you laugh too like right yeah like in the beginning I went into this being like, this is going to be so fucking tense. Like, Jesse's on the run, whatever, blah, blah, blah. First thing he does is he goes to fucking Skinny Pete and Badgers. <laughs> and they're just being a bunch of, sh- like, fucking drugged out shitheads. Yep. And it's like, all the tension that I, I was expecting to feel, like, when this first started was like, they already took it away with just by them being total shitheads. Yeah. And even when Jesse shows up, they're still acting like shitheads because they're yeah. fucking whatever. <laughs> they're the, who they and are. Then, yeah. And then Jesse gets on the road. And then the tension comes in where then it's like, it's like they brought you down and then him being on the road and like experience all this shit brought you back up where it was like you went in guarded and then they brought your guard down and then it's like, Oh, you tried your guard up motherfucker. And you're like, <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> But it it's it, Vince Gilligan's a fucking genius. Like I want to see, I want to see like Blumhouse give him like, like if he can do this with like six million dollars, I want to see him make a Blumhouse movie. Sure. Just a like a straight out out of like no context to Breaking Bad or anything, just a straight out like Blumhouse movie with the money that they give him. Just see what he does with it, cause he's yeah. If this is what he does with six million dollars, shit. Yeah. This guy's a fuck this guy would be fucking good. Yeah. But I, I almost like not that I need exactly the same kind of thing, but like I couldn't tell you if I've seen the X Files episodes that he's helped in creating. But like the this kind of stuff, whether it be breaking bad or not, like is his strong suit. And yeah. I, I don't know anybody really now of things that I watch that have that same kind of like anything can happen yeah tension in it mm-hmm. and i really like that a lot yeah and i would love to see him do yeah and like a blumhouse movie or something yeah. to that effect or even like or it's watching like a this... thriller or something yeah even like watching this recap it reminded me of that part where like Jesse just shows up at Walt's house and just starts throwing fucking gas everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I remember oh, seeing yeah. that. I remember seeing that as the show was coming out and being like, how the fuck are they going to get past this? <laughs> like, what is going to happen beyond this? I also liked that that was his writing style for Breaking Bad. Yeah. Like, they didn't know how they were going to get him out of his predicament until they wrote the next episode. Yeah. That So, like, during some seasons, they're like, they would... Right till the end and get him, like, a little cliffhanger ending. They're like, well, how do we get him out of this in the next episode? So that's why it'd be, like, some weird, like, almost deus ex machina type shit. Yeah. That, but, but like, I never got sick of that. No. Like, because it was always something different or it was... Yeah. 
or it was shit really that made creative s- stuff. And, and it was shit that made sense too. Like you can see him doing that. Yeah. Like you could see someone coming to that conclusion being like, yeah, we just, this is what we have to do. Yeah. Like Walt would. Or some Jesse science would... shit too. Like, yeah, like he would always get out by the skin of his teeth. Yeah, and I feel like that was like the best kind of writing. I want to go home and watch Breaking Bad. I know, right? The rewatch. <laughs> We've been talking about it the whole fucking show. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, the only criticism I have is that you need all this back knowledge of it. Otherwise, yeah. I I think this is a great oh, movie. It was so fun to watch. Yeah. So for that because you need like the back matter i will just give it like a straight a yeah but i thought it was like i i loved it yeah it was it was i had a blast watching this like it, it it's not necessary it doesn't need to exist but the fact that i was able to go and watch it and a, a lot of fun yeah same i would definitely if, if i was going through and watching like a whole Gilligan verse of, of things. I would still watch this again to like get this last little like coda. Wait, was but the fact that I was that what I wasn't supposed to say for Corey. What did Corey say that I that I can't say? That's a good question. I I said I was gonna remember and I didn't. In such a way where I don't know if I said that. Well, Corey will let you know. Corey will let me know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, would you rate it again? Uh, I'll give it an, I'll give it an A2. Cause it struck me in such a way that I just feel like it. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, well, besides, uh, El Camino and reminiscing about Breaking Bad, is there anything else that you've been into this last week? Uh, I watched the reboot of Child's Play. Oh, how'd that go the for you? The film that came out. Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, like they do. What I appreciate about it the most is that like it takes a completely different turn on the character. Okay. But it's like the Chucky character. Yeah. Like in this, it's a doll that's automated that has like AI. So it's like a an Alexa or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, but and it also has like the because it's built by this electronics company, like they give it the ability to control all of like its appliances, which is like first of all, why would you give a toy <laughs> that ability? Uh-huh. But then they also give it like in near the end like it gives it like this way of like doing things where it's it makes it more horrific. But then it's like, but like, why would you make a toy like that? So, it's not like a haunted toy. Is it a haunted toy? No. Or is it more like small soldiers? Yeah. Where David like, Cross is like, you put munitions, chips, and toys to well, Jay Moore. The way they set it up <laughs> is that this guy gets fired, and his last disgruntled act as an employee, he turns off all of like the inhibitors. In this one... Oh, fuck this movie already. <laughs> this one doll. And then he kills himself. But, so, like... Yeah. So, like, this kid gets his Chucky doll. And then, uh... The doll becomes so obsessed with making sure that the kid stays his friend. That he kills the people around him that are trying to take him away from him. I don't like this. <laughs> it sounds very bad. 
I mean, to me. I appreciate that they're trying to do something different with it. I well, sure, but like I so when horror comes to play, yeah, I hate when they have to over-explain everything because like the mystery of it is what's scary. <laughs> like when the you remember that Friday the Thirteenth remake? Yeah, when they like kind of explained how he could show up behind anybody because he had secret tunnels underground. Yeah. Like, that's not scary. Yeah. He's just a regular dude fucking running underground. Yeah. Like, I don't care. But, I mean, yeah, it's... I think I I probably like the original child, Child's Play more, but they do things in here where they make wise so violent make sense. Like, they do, like, they have a scene where... They're, like, it's just him and his friends are watching horror movies and, like, laughing and stuff. Uh-huh. So then he's like, oh, they like violence. So then he, like, stabs one of the kids <laughs> to be like, aren't you happy? You were happy watching the movie. And you're like, no! <laughs> <laughs> where, like, they do stuff like that where, like, it's almost kind of like a kid trying to raise another kid. Uh-huh. So in that sense, it's kind of interesting. But, I mean, I think I would probably... I, I, I'd probably just more dig... The original Child's Play, where the psychopath puts his soul in another doll. <laughs> yeah, like I don't even like the Chucky movies at all. Yeah, like I think he's a terrible villain <laughs> for like a horror movie because I don't see why he could be a threat at all. Yeah, he's like a two foot doll that can be beaten by kicking it very hard. Well, they play him up as like because. People are just like, he's a toy. I, I get it. I, I understand. But, like, you got this little thing coming at you with a knife. Granted, that thing could probably stab you in the shins. Yeah. And you usually don't see put it coming. It, you usually just could hit it with a broom and, and knock this thing out. The thing is, you don't see it coming, though. But when you do, Joel, when you do see it coming, <laughs> you hit it with a broom and lock it outside. But most of the movie is you don't see it coming. I don't give a shit. <laughs> this doesn't sound any good. Chucky sucks. All right. Chucky sucks. <laughs> and uh, I also saw there's a documentary on Hulu that me and Molly watched called Untouchable, where they talk oh, yeah, about, about uh, Harvey Weinstein, and it makes you feel so gross after watching it. Yeah, like Harvey Weinstein feels like the biggest piece of shit to ever live. From what I recollect of what he did, I couldn't argue much with that. But they go more in depth where in depth in this where it was like, well, they even like go in. I didn't really know like how he got to where he was, and so they go into depth on that where it's like he is like a self-made man. Yeah, and you can kind of respect him for that. But then once he gets to the point where like, he's one of the most powerful people in Hollywood, and it just, like, how fucking gross that makes him. Uh-huh. It's like, how can you even allow someone to become that powerful? <laughs> like, there needs to be some sort of safeguards to be like, if this guy is doing this shit, fucking put him his ass in jail yeah. and do so- like something that sets it up where it's like, oh, we know you're doing this. You're fucking fired. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> disgusting yeah like the only weird real reason that like he went to jail was because he's just disney fucking dropped miramax huh or like disney like pretty much uh like 
bought Miramax and was like, oh, well, now you're on your own. <laughs> Where then it's like, oh, well, I don't have this major studio that I can hide behind to do my crazy shit and then threaten women that I'm abusing to be like, well, you know, I run this place. I can easily blackball you from anything we ever do ever. Yeah. Now he runs the Weinstein company where it was like, no one gives a shit about the Weinstein company. (laughs) And then it's like, and then they even like show shit where it was like, oh, and then after like, it's kind of funny. Like after he sold Miramax, now he's going to all these like women's rights meetings and shit where I was like, oh, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. God. Ah, man. I'm curious to like check it out, but at the same time, like, I don't need to feel gross. Yeah. It, you will feel like they interview like a whole bunch of actresses that like he did some pretty bad shit to. <sighs> and it's like, like, I already know kind of like what I'm in for. Cause like there was one podcast I was listening to might be behind the bastards. Yeah. Where like they play a sound clip of like him begging some chick to come into his room. And it yeah, is... they play that in they play that in this too. Like that's like that's like the clip God. that that's the clip that got him put in jail. Yeah, was like a like this woman like brought a microphone with her, and he's just like, he sounds so fucking pathetic. Yeah, and it's I'm like oh, I can't I I couldn't I don't know if I could sit through a whole like documentary yeah. about it. Yeah, make me disgusted. Especially like make me want to spit. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like women that were like that knew him when he was at his most most powerful and it's just like shit like I can fucking I can make sure you never work here again and I can make sure people that I know will never hire you and then it's like he'll like lay the line where it's like what's five minutes compared to the rest of your life or whatever oh my god yeah like he's such a fucking gross individual like I I literally wanted to find out where he was and beat the piss out of him after <laughs> watching this. He's such a gross fucking person. God. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, uh, is there anything else you can do? Because I'm getting grossed out. Over uh, here. No. Go ahead. No. No. Let's <laughs> leave it with that. Uh, well. Um. Oh wait. I'll say a uh, preacher ended. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they. I. Uh, all of preachers ended we and molly watched the last episode of it and it doesn't like end on like a really high it just kind of ends okay but it ends in a way where it's like you can see where everyone ends up like okay it's not like a it's not like a big like crescendo of an ending okay but they take an interesting uh aspect of the series okay like it doesn't completely end the way it ends in the book like it, I okay. think it ends more happy in the in the show than it does in the book. Okay. All right. I'd still in my bucket list to watch that. I got the first yeah. season down. Like God is like a really prevalent character in like the last two seasons. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like he's not even really shown that much in the book. Right. But in this, like God is like forefront as like the main villain of like the last two seasons. Oh. Okay. <laughs> all right well he's in the book he's kind of like the main villain yeah but you don't ever see him really you yeah. see him once for sure yeah. like air star like answers like directly to him oh jesus yeah all right 
But they uh, do, like, all the shit they do with Aerostar in the book, they pretty much do with him in the show. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> Even have a dog bite his dick off. Yes! <laughs> and the way they do that is pretty fucking funny. Awesome. Perfect. <laughs> I'll have to check out Preacher then. Um, so this last Sunday, uh, I woke up early and decided to try to jump back into playing Spider-Man. Oh, yeah? So you know what stinks? What stinks? That I only get to play video games, like, once a month. Yeah. And trying to jump into something that I'm, like, halfway through and trying to remember any of the controls. Oh, I know. You almost have to, like, kind of, like, write a cheat sheet for yourself. So, like, I suck at Spider-Man at this point. (laughs) Like, I am no good at it. I'm probably not even halfway through I know, Spider-Man is one of those games where you kind of have to play it regularly to really get, like, the controls down. I, like, even, like, web-swinging around, like, it's fun, but, like, I'm like, I can't do this any, like, I'm trying to, like, catch (laughs) fucking the pigeons or whatever. All the pigeons suck. And I'm like, fuck, I can't, I'm, like, chasing around for, like, fucking 10 minutes yeah if you suck at web slinging don't even try the pigeons well i caught two of them so i must be not that bad at it there was a few of the pigeons where it was like luck where i was like i fucking lost it and then like right when i said that i lost it i like i'm like in midair like i'm not even like web slinging i'm just kind of like falling through the air and i like see it like shit (laughs) (laughs) and just like fucking grab it real quick but even like when i answer like a police call and it's to chase a car I'm just oh, yeah. like, I can't fucking do this. And the worst part is, like, when I get into, like, a gang fight and I'm supposed to take out all these dudes and I have yeah. all this shit at my disposal and I die in two seconds. Because I fucking... <laughs> the one thing I hate about, like, the Arkham-style fight-em-ups or beat yeah. ups is that, like, every different enemy you have to fight differently. Oh, yeah. Because I'm like... If I punch a guy holding a stick... It should feel the same for a guy with no stick. You know? Like, I don't care if he's got a baton that can shock me. I'm punching him in the fucking face because I have super strength. He should be dead if I punch him hard enough. The only ones that, like, should be different are, like, the big brute guys. Oh, man. But, like, otherwise, if you're holding a goddamn stick, you should be able to kick you in the fucking nuts and get the fuck out of here. You're going to be so fucking... You're going to be so pissed when you get to, like, the part where, like, Silver Silver Sable sets up their bases in, like, the park. God damn it. I just got the Silver Sable stuff. Yeah. Well, it's probably going to be for a while because it gets to a point where, like, New York, like, issues martial law and then they have, like, bases throughout, like, Central Park and shit. And that shit's... If you suck at fighting, that shit's hard. I'll never beat this game. (laughs) Not ever. I'll just go back to Red Dead and just, like... (laughs) roam the countryside <laughs> and just be peaceful <laughs> um so well left for dead 2 is coming out next year left for dead 2 you yeah. said i oh. think it's like april of next year i think i didn't really get into left for dead i like left for dead okay good suck it all right i'm sucking it so why don't you suck it i'll suck on it um one thing i'll uh I haven't gotten into yet, but it just came out today. Yeah. The Office Ladies podcast came out. Oh, it came out today. Um, 
the first episode drop. I have it downloaded, so I'll probably listen to it on the way to work hmm. tomorrow. I have to check it out. Um, just want to check it out, and maybe uh, if it's good, I'll throw it uh, Chelsea's way because I know she'll enjoy it. Ah, let me get a little subscribe here. Real quick. So do that. But yeah, so the Office ladies—they're recapping every single episode every week. It's oh, from nice. the Earwolf Network. Check it out. Um, I don't know if it's good or not, but I subscribe to it and downloaded the first step. <laughs> Um, also another thing that I'm really enjoying, um, uh, on YouTube is, um, this, there's a celebrity kind of cook called, uh, he's named Maddie Matheson. Yeah. And he now has his own channel yeah. on YouTube and there's only now two videos on it. Yeah. But like, I love him because he's just, he's like my personality yeah. and he's like this fat multi-tatted it's like obscene cook right and but like that's who he is like he's not gonna try to trick anybody into thinking somebody he's not yeah but like he is like a very good chef and so like now he has his own cooking channel but he's been on a bunch of other stuff he's great so mm -hmm. like i watch his channel check it out sometime do it's it like it's i think his channel is just called maddie matheson nice. so check it out right on also i've been watching a lot of tangled the Disney, oh, the, the Disney movie, Rapunzel movie. Molly kind of, I think Molly likes that movie. I think it's really good. Yeah. Like I paid no attention to it when it came out, but Macy is really liking it. Yeah. She wants to watch the princess movie with the hair and the lizard. <laughs> That's what she says it every time. Molly will, uh, every time we bring up like a Disney playlist on Spotify, she'll always play like that song. She get always like always lovey dovey over that song with like the lanterns. Oh yeah, that's a great song. It's a good song. It's a great song. It's a good song. Even when it, I watched it or before you came today, <laughs> and like I was like waiting for that song to come on. Yeah. And Zachary Levi plays like the heartthrob in it. Yeah. And he's great in it as well. His badass horse. With his well, the horse doesn't like him. Until the very end. Oh, no. No, I love the horse in it. Oh, the horse is great. The horse is probably the funniest part of the movie. <laughs> but uh, those, the bad guys in that, the two goons, are who Macy calls you. Because they awesome. look like... <laughs> 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 Macy thinks you're the bad guy in every movie now. I, I love it. You got a very villainous I can't wait until she gets old enough to watch Die Hard and she thinks I'm Hans Gruber. <laughs> I can't wait for that either. <laughs> Uh, and the last thing I've been into... It's Russian Joel. <laughs> um, I got a lot of requests this week uh, to for people to check stuff out. I watched the David Harbour Saturday Night Live. Oh, I I didn't see it, but I watched the, the, the Grouch. Yes. <laughs> that's probably the best thing yeah. that's going to be out this whole year it for SNL. Up, yeah, it came up on Twitter when I woke up on Sunday morning, and I was like, this is fucking amazing. And really, that's like the best thing they probably did, because both me and Chelsea noticed, because we watched the Hulu replay of it. Yeah. It was pretty short. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, David Harbour hasn't been in a, in a lot of these. And I'm like, well, that's probably because the skit sucked and they cut it. Yeah. So, like, that's always too bad. But, like, they have uh, a new cast yeah. in it this yep. this year. Yeah. And the featured players actually had quite a prevalent role. In, oh, really? In the David... Well, from the skits that I saw, anyway. Yeah. I mean, not like uh, Keenan Thompson or anything like oh, that yeah. role where he's in, like, everything. But, like, I thought it was... Uh, from what I saw, it was pretty good. 
Yeah. Um, I still love SNL, even if it sucks. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know why, but, like, I feel it's... like it's comfort food. Like, it's it's fun to play in the background. Yeah. And David Harbour, I, I like. But he... I, I don't know. It's, like, so... It's not been, like... Um, what am I trying to say? It's not been, um... No, like, unknown that they read stuff off cue cards or whatever. Oh, yeah. But, like, it was, it's been very apparent the last, like, eight years. Yeah. That, like, they just read it off the cue cards. Yeah. The cast and the the host. Yeah. And, like, that kind of bothers me a little bit. Because you go back <laughs> and watch, like, old, like, 90s SNLs. And yeah. it just seems like they know what's going on. Maybe yeah. I'm... Maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like know. that they just seem to be in the scene more. Yeah, I don't know. But it the the during the whole opening monologue, like David Harbour's doing this whole thing where he's supposed to be looking at like Lorne, but you can tell he's just reading directly off a cue card, yeah. and I'm like, oh my god. But either way, like he was, yeah. he's pretty funny on it from what I saw. Yeah, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Just started up their next season, and like their episode this week was Tina Fey. Yeah, so they kind of go back and forth with like, kind of like a regular week for like an SNL writer, which was kind of interesting. I've seen like documentaries on that too. It's like I don't know if I would ever like to work for SNL. No, it seems like you're worked like a dog. I don't know. It sounds like like especially for like. I don't know. For me, I think it would be fun just because so much of it is on the creative aspect. Like you're 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 up for like days on end, but you're up for days on end being creative, and I think I would probably like that. I but it feels to me like it's so stressful. Oh yeah, it sounds stressful <laughs> for sure. Uh, but anyway, that's that's all I've been into this week. All so. Right. JT. Yes. If people want to talk Breaking Bad to you. We're going to do so. <laughs> you can find me at BuckyFriend on Twitter and also BuckyFriend on Instagram and BuckyFriend on Snapchat. Troy, do your shit. I got to pee really bad. Okay. You can oh. find me at... Oh, my God. You oh, still have the shit. headphones on. Headphones on. <laughs> you can find me at... Troy to the Max oh, on Twitter. Just... You can find uh, both of us at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well, as long as Joel didn't break the internet just now with that stunt he tried to pull. Um, you can listen to all of our stuff, uh, uploaded onto reviewreviewpod.podbean.com. But if you don't want to do that there, that's perfectly okay because you can listen to us on a multitude of other platforms. You can pretty much find us everywhere, such as Stitcher, uh, Google Play, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And if you listen to us on the latter, why don't you rate and review us there? Because a good review there helps other people find the show and if you want to write in to the show, you're more than welcome to do so on the Twitters, on the Facebooks, or write us a letter just as my brother Corey and good old OJ did at ReviewReviewPod at gmail.com. You must have really had to pee. I was trying to stretch that out. He's still not back. So join us Monday where we dive back into the summer, Fast and Furious summer with Fast and Furious 6, we're getting there, babe. We're getting through these. It's still the summer it. in our hearts. We're doing it. It's summer in our hearts. <laughs> it's summer in our hearts. Holy shit. can't believe I ran off with my fucking headphones so on. 
You must have really I had, had to, to pee piss. really bad. I was literally like shaking while you were like explaining <laughs> shit. And I'm like, this has got to be it. And, uh, and another thing, I'm like, it's <sighs> a so one time I did like five things. <laughs> I needed to tell you about it. But yeah, Fast and Furious 6. I'm curious to see what you think of this. I'm curious to see. I feel if like you they take in... a turn in this. I feel like they also take a turn in this. <laughs> and I want to discuss it in full. In full detail. So uh, let's do that on yeah, Monday. So on Monday. And then on uh, for our next Thursday show, we're going to be doing some spooky films in honor of a halloween all hallows eve and i got one in mind which i know you'll like troy because it's gonna be free on netflix oh that's my favorite movie ever favorite movies ever (laughs) and it's a movie that's stuck with me long enough that it's probably like one of the most terrifying movies i've seen in like a couple like the last like five years or so okay and it is the film hush okay on netflix all right it's it's short too. I think it's like an hour and twenty six minutes. Okay, even better. But free and short, man. It is, it's terrifying. I love it. I don't think I know much about this movie, uh, if anything at all. So it'll be a good surprise. I'll, I'll I'll leave it as it's a deaf woman that's being stalked by a mass killer. Okay, I think I vaguely remember you bringing this up, um, probably years ago. Yeah, but. <laughs> I know you said you love the strangers. If you love that, this is going to be even more terrifying. Oh, great. I Imagine the strangers, but like you're deaf. Perfect. And you can't even like hear what's happening right next to you. I can't wait to not sleep. <laughs> I love it. Um, perfect. Well, then let's uh, so, yeah, hush for next week. It's going to be fun. Perfect. Can't wait. So join us Monday where we do dive back into the Toretto and Christ. Brian bromance (laughs) featuring Dwayne the Rock Johnson Uh, but until then I have been short of the max extreme I am JT3K and we are off